morning, everybody. I'd just like to play a little bit to make sure the audio is working, because then I check the chat and I see what people think. Is the audio good? Awesome. Morning music. Morning music is always a blast. I dig morning music as well. I'm going to play the video from um, me and Walter's piano competition yesterday. So let me find that. And uh, some of the comments on yesterday's stream. I mean, I love most of the comments. I read most of them. I try to comment as many as I can. But um, some of them are, are really telling in a hilarious way. Let me just download. Me and uh, Walter had a, uh, had a competition yesterday on the piano. I'm, I get very proud and very competitive immediately. All right, how do I download this puppy? I've been having weird issues with downloading things all morning. I uh, I fixed the piano thing though. I'm going to give a little bit of a piano lesson today. And if you have no interest in the piano, that's fine. It's still pretty interesting because I'm going to talk about which chords are trans. <laughs> there really is uh there's tranny chords. Tranny chords. But yeah, yesterday uh I I noticed there was a lot of reaction to what I talked about yesterday with uh like Kreischer and Rogan and those guys like Tons of people were like, yes, finally. And a few people were like, of everything they did for you, how could you, how could you throw your friends, your best friends <laughs> under the bus? And one dude accused me of, uh, of turning on all my friends. Let me tell you something just real quick. My first friend I ever made and my best friend when I was five uh, we moved to LA together and he's more powerful and has made more money in entertainment than, than Bert Kreischer. And we're still friends and it's been 33 years. Uh, I have no problem with maintaining friendships. I have like, I have my whole life to a ridiculous degree. Like one time my brother was like, not that long ago. I was like, how do you just have the same friends your whole life? I'm like, well, you know, it's about mutual respect. It's about occasionally saying, do you think this gives you power over me? You know, like people are like, uh, I, got, I can't wait to read this one. I'm just trying to find this uh, competition between Walter and I as, uh, as, you guys, as you guys come in. I'll just play this. This is only like a minute and something long, but my boy's got skills, but then daddy came in and won, I think. But it's up for debate. If you factor in age, he may have won, but... Me. Say goodbye. Remember me. I'll make you cry. When I know you. Yay! More twinkle. Sing. No, sing twinkle. Are you playing Coco? It literally sounds like Coco a little bit. Yay, good job, buddy. I thought that was Could you take a bow? This one's for you, Walter. Oh, boy. It's time. 
quick, look at Walter's face here. He knows that it's it's on. He knows that we're like legitimately competing. Look at his face. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Watch his face here. It's pure competition. We're still king. Look at the focus. He's petting the dog, just like one day, big bear, little bear will win. But um, I love that. I. I hope he I hope he becomes better than me at everything. But I will try as hard as I can not to. Okay, here's this one comment yesterday that stuck out because it was so well worded in its evil. This person even used uh my father. Remember I told you that if if I talked about weaknesses I've had in childhood, people would use it against me? Well, here we go. But my this back and forth is pretty funny because it's so telling. Okay, this person says, uh, when you're making fun of Bert, all I hear is jealousy. You were part of that easy life in Hollywood for a long time, and it sounds like you miss it. You live in a glass house, and you want to throw rocks at Bert? He's the nicest dude in the world. (laughs) Yeah, he's not alpha, but he doesn't pretend to be either. He let you on a show, gave you a platform uh, to be heard by people who would otherwise never be exposed to you. Like it or not, he gave you a shout-out when no one else would speak your name. And this is how you repay his kindness? You fall down like a little baby and throw a fit because he said your name? Oh, poor Owen. Had his name mentioned on a podcast. Free publicity, but Owen's the victim because Big Bear, Big Baby Bear Owen is always the victim. Owen never does anything wrong. Nope, it's always someone else's fault. Notice how it's been flipped. The script has been flipped. All that talk about burning bridges is just a smokescreen. It sounds like you just lose your temper. Do stupid shit and then use burning bridges as your excuse for your behavior because big uh, baby bear Owen doesn't want to take responsibility. Bet your father made the same excuses for his mistakes. You want to be jaded, then be jaded, but leave Bert alone. He's a good guy. So my response was, uh, people wouldn't speak my name because of false racism claims. Kind of like what Bert just did for the second time. Talked to him yesterday, by the way. We're all good. It wasn't the first time he did it. And self-protection isn't jealousy. I've done his show three times, and I'm much more accomplished than Bert in film and television, so it isn't this huge favor. Also, I left Hollywood because, because it is literally full of pedophiles, and I just had a son. Good guess on everything else, though. Also, he liked that I had controversy because, because it gave him a spike in his Google searches. It wasn't out of friendship, you fucking moron. Ha ha. You see how uh, how people are. It's like they, they make everything into jealousy. They make it like, oh, you're just jealous of Bert. It's like I'm way more accomplished than Bert Kreischer is, is in acting. I was a series regular on a sitcom for three straight years the year before I left Hollywood. Like I've been in like five movies and I even starred in a movie. Like it's, it's insane. Like. The reason that I was facing controversy was I was being called a racist when I was not a racist. So when Bert was saying my name, it wasn't free publicity. He was literally calling me the number one most racist comic in America. The whole thing was based on me being a racist. The, 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 my controversy was that. That's it. So it's like... And I talked to him yesterday. He was like, uh, yeah, I just did Theo Vaughn's podcast and we were uh, saying good things about you. And I'm like, good, thank you. It's all good. 
I don't hold grudges. I really don't. I'm like, just don't call me a fucking white supremacist with Whitney Cummings because that's what he did the last time. And um, I tried to do the whole let things just roll off you, but it, it, it's, there, there's a fine line between that and being a, a cuck. Between being like, oh, yeah, you know, I just let things roll off me. It's like, no, you can't do that or else people will steal your sheep. It's called honor culture. If you let one person steal your sheep, someone else will take two sheep and then someone else will take 10 sheep. And the thing is, is me and Bert are probably closer for all this. Because you don't let people just make you the punchline. You can make fun of me in a funny way, but... When you've previously done an episode with Whitney Cummings, when a ton of people wrote to me like, man, Bert has lost his mind. Like, you got to hear what he just said about you and how he referenced you. And then I hear about Theo Vaughn saying the same shit. And then Sam Tripoli said the same shit. And then Joe Rogan would never back me. And then he wouldn't back Alex Jones. And they, they're all talking about socialism and how, you know, no one respects the manner that I went about fighting for free speech. And I'm like... Okay, guys, we're all comedians, right? Show me where the joke is, because none of this is a joke. Uh, so that's all that was. And I wanted to read that because it was the perfect example of how people will use your weaknesses against you. And one reason why uh, I try not to say why, why I don't ever want to be seen as a victim or I don't want to ever... Uh, reveal too much about my life sometimes is for that reason is, is evil people will take it and twist it and try and say like, Oh, I bet your dad used to do that. You know, that same thing. And it's just like, Oh, if I hadn't conquered all that, that would hurt so bad, but it's like laughable. It's good. Once you see what people do, like how they'll just reverse it. Um, it's, it's, it's literally laughable. And I'm not saying that in like that that stu- that SJW way where everything like it's it's hilarious how you're a Nazi. I don't people just keep saying everything's funny when they really mean it's annoying. I truly find it funny because it, you can just see the person scrambling to hurt, and it's like all he did was mention your name. All little Bert did was try to be a good guy to you when you were no one. Yes, your your face is literally painted on the side of the Hollywood Improv. Yes, you've accomplished everything you can accomplish in comedy. And you left via your own will. Like let, let me show you uh let me show you how in I was in Hollywood. It it's and not that not that these people care. They just want to hurt. They just want to be like, "How could you turn against your friends?" I don't turn against my friends. I criticize people that fucking deserve it and they know they deserve it. They know they deserve it. And that's one reason why they don't fire back is because they're like, oh, my bad. They know they're wrong. Don't fucking come at me and make it seem like I'm a racist comedian. It's like, I'm just joking. No, the fuck you're not. How come if I do any joke, it's taken as absolutely literal, but yet you guys can say jokes, quote unquote, that uh, that ruin people's lives. That's like joking that like a kindergarten teacher is a rapist. It's like, come on, man. Just take a joke. It's like, well, I'm fired now. And if I didn't have the ability of, uh, of, uh, of getting around these 
these tyrannical systems, like, you know, like starting our own thing, like uh, YouTube live streaming, Vimeo live streaming, being able to do alternative media, doing my own stuff, um, uh, coordinating with people for my tour so I can do secret shows and interesting locations. My career would have been done. The only reason I got out of it is because of my high IQ and my uh, tenacity, literally, and my long, long, long-term friendships. So don't think that that people saying that I'm racist wouldn't have burned my career if I wasn't so resilient, and they know it. And and by the way, being like um, agreeable is not nice. So if someone's always just agreeing with everybody, that doesn't mean they're like good people. In fact, a lot of we times that the means they're, they're 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 they have no character. Okay, so this is me. <laughs> this is me just uh, uh, November of 2016. And by the way, this is how you can do a joke that appears to be very offensive, but isn't offensive because it's just, it's nonsense. Uh, Brian Cranston, and I want to shout out, uh, I've been enjoying Better Call Saul. It's been enjoyable. But Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston literally did a joke that he had had sex with my wife when she was pregnant with Walter, and it was hilarious. Like, watch this. We got the budget for water, but they're asking us for wine. There's not enough sleep, and there's not enough crew, but somehow the production team built that awesome set for you. Thank you. There we are. That's a crowd. Learned a few things sitting out in the in the audience today. I learned from Owen that actors are all assholes. They bust their ass so that they can make worlds, so you can play make believe in and get awards. Talking about actors, they're assholes. <laughs> I had a little discussion with him, and it's uh, understandable that he might be a little upset. He just found out who impregnated his wife. <laughs> You think you're having a great night and then something magical happens. Someone much wealthier than you claims that they may be the biological father of your son. See, that's a joke. And for all those people being like, oh, Bert, Bert Kreischer almost let you into Hollywood. It's like, no, man, I was, I was in. I was in like Flynn and I've always had these fucking opinions. I've always openly had hostility towards actors that are all that are pussies. And they and they fucking loved it. It only turned when everything became political and their pedophilia shit started getting revealed. And when my son was born and I'm like, we need to get the hell out of here. And I like Bert, by the way. And I'll keep saying that because these aren't contradictory opinions. Like I like Bert Kreischer. I like Joe Rogan. They're cool dudes. But if they're going to misstep and they're going to uh, either make fun of me in a way that's damaging. I, I did an example recently on one of these about what an actual racist joke is. An actually racist joke. And this joke you may laugh at, which is okay. It doesn't mean you're racist. But the point of this joke is bad. What do you call a black astronaut? Nigger. Okay. That's witty. But satire is a revealer. It, like just doing a joke doesn't mean it's good because that, that joke, the whole 
purpose of the joke is to say that no matter what black people do, they're always going to be uh, niggers. And that's not nice. I don't do jokes like that. Like if I do a joke with uh, race in it, it, the point is never that. <laughs> like that joke is, is, if someone said that's a racist joke, I'd say, yeah, that joke is a racist joke. Because the whole point of the joke is that a black person can never get out of that pit of what their skin puts them in. And that's not what I believe, nor what I would, I what I would want to reveal with the magic of satire. Like when I, when I tweeted that, Hey, Justin Trudeau, my preferred pronoun is Justin Trudeau's a faggot. That's not homophobic. That's not anti-gay. That's, that's, that's revealing the satire reveals, um, the Achilles heel to the law, which is that anything I claim you have to say, or it's illegal. Now, uh, saying what I, what my pronoun is breaks an, another law, a hate speech law. So it's called a catch 22. And, um, it reveals the, the absolute retardation of the Trudeau administration in uh, Canada. It has nothing to do with gay people. And everyone knows it. I could say, I could just repeat my pronoun, bitch. That's all that means. See the difference? That's why words can't be bad. It's intention. And so when Bert Kreischer says, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I would be the, no, the number one most racist comic in the world uh, next to Owen Benjamin, the satire, the laughter isn't to relieve, it's to reinforce. It's to say, oh, Owen is a racist comedian and we're all going to laugh about it. And I'm not laughing because I'm the one that has to do uh, tours where I don't reveal the goddamn uh, venue locations because I don't want them. Uh, I don't want just people calling them all day, telling the, uh, the owners that I'm a racist so that they cancel me last minute after I pay for hotels and uh, airfare for everybody. And uh, uh, that's not funny to me. And so, to, like, if you go, if you look on YouTube at Burt Kreischer's highest viewed podcasts, I'm one of his highest viewed podcasts. He did me no favor. Like, that's not a favor. Be like, oh, he'll be, you'll be more exposed to his, his loyal following of retards. It's like, no, I, I'm fine. I help him. He helps me. That's how communities work. But, and then we texted yesterday. It's all good, man. People fight. I just do this shit openly because I want people to understand how human conflict is resolved. But I like him. He's nice. He's fun to be around. He's fun to drink with. But um, you can't step to me like that. You can't do shit like that and not have a response, especially the second time. Uh, if anyone wants to send me the, the time code of when him and Whitney Cummings discussed without punchlines uh, my racism or my far rightness or my, uh, the fact I'm like some fucking, you know, whatever they want to call me, uh, just, just. Put it in the chat. I didn't even I didn't even go at him for that one. It's the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time. Because if someone's hitting you, and that's what that stupid bitch uh, that had that comment didn't understand when she's like, "Oh, poor Owen, the victim." No, Owen, the victim, would let people hurt him like that and let people throw swings and shit like that. No, when you've taken the made the decision that you won't be a victim, you come back at people, people with more prestige than you. Uh, Bert Kreischer is a bigger comic than me. He has a bigger following. He sells more tickets than me. He has more Netflix specials than me. He's more known than me. He's more in with the Hollywood uh, community than me. He makes more money than me. 
but you have to be able to hit back. And for people that are like, you threw Joe Rogan under the bus. Joe Rogan is one of the most powerful people in all of entertainment. I'm sitting in one of my, uh, in a spare room with uh, lights I got on Amazon and a, and a mic that, that you know probably smells like beer, tr- trying to uh, talk to people in a way that, that continues my comedy career. There is no possible way for me to hurt a guy like Joe Rogan or Burt Kreischer. They are absolutely 100% the definition of above me in all um, ways of analyzing power, with one exception. Uh, Honest. You know, they don't say what they actually think, and it's obvious. And the fact I do is is a form of power that a lot of people in Hollywood are never allowed to have. And I would give up all of that 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 fake power for the one true power that is uh, actually valuable, and that's being able to speak exactly what enters your mind with fluidity. I was talking to Eric Weinstein yesterday. See, this is the thing. These, these are not friendship-ending dramas. These are not like internet call-outs and shots fired and oh, snap. No, I just stand up for myself. And long-term, people respect it or they don't. Either way, that's what I do. Me and Eric Weinstein have maintained a friendship based on piano and family, you know? And uh, he was like, we're, we're texting yesterday about that video with uh, me and uh, Walter playing because his son became really, really good at the piano at like age 12, like out of nowhere. We're joking that puberty hit and uh, he just became awesome at piano. And, uh, and he was like, hey, man, could you tell the Bears to not like tweet me as much about this, that, that one branding thing? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I, I actually, you know, I, I, uh, I owe you an element of apology about that. I'm like, my point was valid. And I I was kind of hurt that we weren't, uh, buds because of some of my things that I've said in the past, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't always think when I talk, it's very instinctive and I'll tell the bears to, uh, you know, just, just, uh, throw Eric Weinstein some love. He's a fucking good dude. He's just, uh. I just think the intellectual intellectual dark web is gay, and uh, but that's fine. That's okay. There's plenty of things I do that are gay. He probably thinks that the fact I'm trying to be Amish is gay. He wouldn't use the word gay, but I use the word gay because that's how I was raised. I was from District 12 in the Hunger Games. I'm not from the capital. We say gay, and it doesn't have to do with dudes who want to put their dicks inside other dudes. It just means lame, and I won't have my culture erased because some fucking gay guy doesn't want people to use gay as a pejorative. Well, tough fucking shit. Uh, you know, your people are starting to fucking change vagina to front hole. So what I was trying to say is, uh, is Weinstein's a good dude. Just, just tweet at him and be like, much love, Weinstein. Much love. I don't know. Say something funny, though. Be like, as far as mathematicians go, you're the least boring. That'd be a funny tweet. Just be like, hey, Eric, big fan of math. Um, I don't know. Be like, two plus two equals friendship. Be like, is that one of your equations? Is that one of your equ- equations, bruh? All right. So I want to talk about music today. I know today's a little early. Today's a little early. But uh, I wanted to just get some... Hang on. Chris, is it bad to be gay? No. 
It's not bad to be gay, but the gays have gotten insufferably annoying. And I think a lot of the, the cool gays are, are, would be the first people to tell you that, uh, that that's true. The LGBTQAI pedophile alliance is, uh, is out of their fucking minds. I don't think it's ideal to be gay. I think that uh, a man's desire to put his cock in another man will never result in uh, the miraculous creation of another human being that will change your life for the better and give you uh, you know, purpose and a reconnection to biology and the infinite and God. Uh, you know, it usually just results in AIDS and cum. But uh, it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're gay. It's just not ideal. You know? False, Big Bear. As Vox has told us, men can have kids now. Yeah, but they have to like steal them from uh from Mexicans or some shit or like really poor people. They they uh they buy the kids off them. Burnt. Oh, here we go. Kodiak. Burnt time stamp. Okay. You know. You, you said it. You said it say hundred times. You have to say it hundred fifty times to get the bit perfect. Oh, that's that one. No, the one with Whitney Cummings. I wouldn't have uh talked about it if it was just that. The one from yesterday. This is the one that he it's just talked know, about. Expecting to hear the N word 150 times no, right no. now. No, no, no. I'd have to like up there. I'd have to do game. it. The bit doesn't have a great ending, so yeah. it would need a better ending. Like the and it's just it was just the funniest thing that ever. Fucking you know what's gonna happen? Me. It's gonna end up being like, it's gonna end up being like a almost like an interstitial set. Like it's gonna set up something else for you. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's one of those bits where you think it's the end bit, but it's actually getting you somewhere. You know, I bet you're right. Like you'll figure out another story, and you're like, oh, if I tell this story. Right before that story, it's going to make the end story better. Yeah. It's going to be like an example of something. I don't know, but I know it's, what you mean. It's, and I, well, he's Bert the Racist Comics. This yeah. is That's perfect. Right. Yeah. This is perfect. We yeah. did mention yeah. this. Yeah. 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 This guy's super it's the n- number one racist comic in America. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Owen Benjamin. <laughs> um, oh, so great. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Fuck him. So... If anyone has the timestamp with Whitney with with him and Whitney Cummings discussing my uh my uh 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 you know white supremacy or whatever just uh just uh put it in the fucking chat. Any sex? All right, gay is all right. Let's see what we got here. Let's read some of what you guys have to say. Gay is a mental disorder. Sadly, two billion years of sacrifice to get you here and you turn your back on all of that work and end the line. If you're gay, at least get some Viagra and have some kids. Well said. <laughs> it actually was a good joke. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wasn't that Theo Vaughn? Uh, yeah, he did that as well. And I've, I've been texting with those guys to get on their... Uh, to get on their podcast to kind of talk it out with them. And, and they, they just keep, both of them just keep being mysteriously out of town constantly. Whitney badmouths you on every podcast ever. Seems to be a common denominator. Oh, yeah. But the problem I have isn't with Whitney Cummings. And her, her face doesn't really look that much like a melted candle. But um, it's, it's that my buddies will go with what she's saying. That's the problem I have with Bert and Theo and all this shit is, is to see the weakness where, where none of them were like, hey, man, I've been friends with Owen. I've been friends with Bert Kreischer since 2004. 14 years I've known that dude. And it's like, 
if Whitney Cummings like, yeah, I mean, I have to do horse therapy. I have to pet a horse just so I don't blow my fucking brains out because I realized having $50 million doesn't change the fact I hate my own face. But Owen Benjamin, I mean, he went fucking crazy, right? I mean, he's a white supremacist. And to see these fucking weak men just be like, yeah. I'm like, dude, Bert, I know you, bro. Like, I know your thoughts. It's, it's just crazy. He gave Whitney a mustache ride. Um, friends aren't friends anymore unless you're in the room. Well, good friends are. That's why I always liked Rogan's old joke about that, about how uh, men will have each other's backs when they're, uh, when they're not around their buddies and they'll bust balls when they're around their buddies. The fact I wasn't in the room for that that uh, I'm not Owen Benjamin, I'm not the most racist comic in the world. If I was in the room, I would have laughed. I would have known that it was okay. I would have been like, ha, ha, ha. But the fact that this, this, this chubby bitch won't have me on his uh, podcast anymore and he does those jokes when I'm not around is not a joke. It just isn't. So, yeah. Good times. And power, I mean, power isn't what these people think it is. It's like... Power is being able to just say what's what's real and not hesitate and then just go grow your fucking garden. I mean, my mom, Jordan Peterson says, clean your room. My mom was saying, tend your garden my whole life. Tend your garden. You know, Jordan Peterson is like, clean your room. Well, you know, you can get a maid to clean your room for you, but you got to tend your own garden. You got to grow your own food. You got to hunt your own meat. You know, if you see where, that's another thing I've always loved about Rogan is his uh, advocacy for hunting where it's like, if you see where your meat comes from and you actually stalk an animal and kill it and eat it, there's, there's a real primal uh, release there where you really understand food and you understand life and death on a much more primal level. And I, I mean, I've looked up to him in a lot of ways, but you know, him not having Alex Jones's back and, and, and fat Bert Kreischer um, calling me racist on two separate occasions and then not having me on to, uh, you know, it's just, it's just real gay. People are like, you're so hateful. I had a book deal with Norton who uh, published Guns, Germs, and Steel and both of Michael Lewis's uh, movie uh, books that became movies for $60,000. Uh, as I was driving out of Los Angeles with my family to move to Saranac Lake in the middle of the Adirondack Mountains to get the fuck away from these vampires because I wasn't going to let my child be consumed by this fucking awful, awful, brake-dusted air, fucking human shit everywhere, illegal immigrants everywhere, um, no rule of law, traffic everywhere, just run by the shittiest, most fucking horrid people on the planet. You know, women just covered in plastic, just plastic tits, fat from their ass, put in their fucking mouths so that some rich Saudi will fuck them for money. It's like, it's literally hell on earth. And so for me to leave so that my sons didn't have to experience that as their life, that's me being jealous. Bert Kreischer has texted me many times saying how jealous he is of me that I left. He's like, dude, I'll check out your Instagram. He liked one of my Instagrams today. I think he fucking knows he was wrong in this. And I, I think that that Hollywood world is so not used to people standing up for themselves because everyone's so worried. I, I remember Theo Vaughn where I was like, 
dude, what the fuck are you and Whitney saying about me? And he was like, Hey man, I just, I'm up for this, um, for this development deal. I just really got to fucking, you know, just not do anything crazy. I'm like, everybody, that's the way Hollywood works. It's like, everyone's almost about to get the deal. And then they get the deal and they buy the fucking one bedroom house for $1.6 million. And they have that unbelievable, unbelievably suffocating mortgage. Mortgage means death grip in French uh, that they can't pay. So they need to get that next deal and the next deal. And they're always just, just being like, yo, man, you know, it's not me. I'm just towing the line. I'm almost, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. You never get there. It's like trying to get, I was talking to Eric Weinstein about that yesterday, but it's, it's math. It's like, cause I was like, you know, being genuine is my double-edged sword in a lot of ways where it's like right now in this world of constant lies and constant media manipulation, the fact that I just say what's on my mind, people find intoxicating and they gravitate towards it and they find it freeing where they can be like, man, that guy just fucking talks. And, um, but at the same time, you know, sometimes I, I say things that aren't good for my career or, uh, I just kind of run and I'm like, that's kind of my double-edged sword where it's like, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't have fucking hosed Weinstein so hard. But even the whole time I was saying it, I was still saying, like, I like the dude. It's just branding is gay and the intellectual dark web is gay. And I stand behind both those things. But, um, you know, I shouldn't have brought his name into it. Maybe not. But fuck it. Who cares? And he was like, you know, genuine, you never really get there. And I'm like, give me an example. Because in math, it's almost like if you're trying to get to a wall, but you only go halfway each time. You know, I go halfway the wall and then next time you go halfway again and halfway again and halfway again. You can do that for infinity and you'll never reach the wall, you know, because it's always halfway there and you'll get down to like a billionth of the distance, a billionth of a circumference of a, you know, a neutron, just this tiny amount. And you're like this, like a cork, like a hair on a cork, like a cork's hair. And, um, but it's still half again and half again. And he was like, let's say I have mildly bad breath. How do, you, uh, how do you tell me that? And see, this is when the comedian in me kicks in. And I'm like, because I know what he's, what he's talking about. Like, how do you be just speak completely honestly? And I'm like, well, I would say, let's see who can brush our teeth the longest. I'd make a joke out of it. That's when, that's when like uncomfortable social things can be bridged with humor. Is if you have bad breath, I'm not going to say, hey, you have bad breath. That's a little intense and, you know, jarring. I'd say, hey, man, let's see which one of us can eat a thousand Tic Tacs first. And that, and, and that way it's funny, but you get the point. You know where I go? Let's see who can brush the teeth the, the longest. Ready? Go. And, and so you're being, completely, you're being completely genuine while at the same time not being a fucking asshole about it. With the exception of JBP, I say the IDW is somewhat lame. Yeah, it's, it's gay. It's just gay. It's the perfect definition of gay. All right, let me read some super chats. And uh, well, anytime the New York Times puts you in the newspaper, it's it's gay. The fact the New York Times is this big spread in the intellectual dark web means it's not valid opposition to leftism. And in fact, some people on it are leftists. So, uh, like, I remember this New York Times reporter was following me around and uh, asking me all this shit. And he never put it in the in the times because he went to a few of the a few of my shows and he saw way too many yarmulkes and 
and uh, everyone wasn't as white as he thought they'd be, and uh, he couldn't nail down any of my jokes as being racist, and so then he just kind of disappeared back into the into the darkness, and uh, and I'm like, oh, so if you're in the New York Times, if the New York Times is like, these are the guys that oppose, it's like, well, you've been fucking approved by somebody, and you know that it's approved opposition. Oh, coming steel von timestamp. Here we go. This is Kodiak Bear. There we go. Okay, sometimes you got to just... Well, what's the timestamp? Get started, so let's... What's the timestamp on this? That's the, that's the video, but I want to know where, where, where it is. I don't want to waste people's time. Uh, anyone have it? Good one timestamp. Isn't that the one I just clicked? Hang on. What's this one? Okay, sometimes you gotta just Yeah, yeah, but I need to know where though. I'm not it's two hours long and I can't listen to Whitney Cummings talk for more than eight seconds. She's like, Yeah, I was petting a horse so I didn't kill myself. But there's another one with uh Bert Kreischer and Theo and uh Whitney Cummings doing the same shit. Hour twelve. All right, cool. I got it. I'll do that one right now. Okay, sometimes you gotta just, you know. There we go. Get started. So let's do that. Uh, this episode is brought like super, you know, interesting questions. And uh, someone asked me, why aren't there any right wing political comedians? Why isn't there a right wing Bill Maher? I mean, I guess you could shot. Well, there can't be these days. But but why doesn't the right ha- have one? I mean, there's the blue collar comedy guys. I don't think they really talk about politics. Well, you won't work. Anywhere, even though there's an audience, you won't work. Oh, well, here's what I said. You can't get an agent or you the clubs won't book you. Yeah, well, you can't work in Hollywood. No one's even going to talk to you. But, but you couldn't say like, look what I, even just like I don't, I don't disagree. I just, I don't, right. I hadn't thought it through. And but imagine that, like, imagine if you are conservative. If you're a pro you Trump comedian, here, right? There are people out there who but will not buy pro your Trump. stuff. You could be, you could have voted for somebody and also not be really you give can, a fuck about them. Right? But mm-hmm. why are there no? Is this somebody? Why are there no? No, that's Basim Youssef. Comedians? Isn't it? It's There's Nick another DiPaolo. guy who's oh Nick, Nick DePaulo. He's gotten super right wing though, and I think that it's 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 hurt him, right? And, and then there's also uh, he kind of went off over the deep end, but Owen Benjamin, Ugh, yeah, yeah, Owen's too Ugh. far out there. Owen's yeah. out doing. Owen's just looking. Owen's kind of like. Well, I think he seems like Roseanne's son a little bit, but well, out in the woods. No, but isn't he like a men's rights activist or a white? power activist or something? I'm probably spreading rumors but no it's gotten a little bit bizarre he's also like trashing comics like get out of here yeah it's just you hear that that shit was all said before I even trashed any comics except for Anthony Jeselnik she went ugh and he's like yeah that's Roseanne's son that's Theo Vaughn saying that shit and for those of you that have watched my career that's crazy that I'm a white supremacist that I'm a men's rights activist Whitney Cummings is 30, like 39, just, she's running out of eggs in her face. She looks like Caitlyn Jenner, but it's not even that Whitney Cummings said that she's trash. I mean, she couldn't name one person that doesn't agree with her that does comedy. And Theo Vaughn said what is reality where he's like, you won't work. And then Theo Vaughn did not have my back at all. Yeah, being a man equals men's activist. Oh, yeah, Theo is a cuck. He is. He's a straight-up cuck. Yeah, he voted for Trump extremist. I know. It's, it's fucking crazy. Oh, someone just said that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Can you see why I'm, I'm reacting this way? 
These people are not who you think they are. They'll go with anything the fuck. They say the same as you, as JBP. So having a normal life equates to being a white supremacist and being weird. I guess we're all guilty. Yeah, it's because I don't have guilt. It's because I'm not. And by the way, men's rights are just as important as women's rights. You know, like when it comes to courts with uh, uh, child custody, when it comes to uh, all kinds of shit. It's like, why? You know, the fact that, what was this? I'm glad someone is saying this shit. Uh, Owen is a good Welsh name. Thank you. Just lost respect for Theo. Yeah, you think? Wait till you hear Bert and Whitney. They're all bitches, man. They're all bitches. Owen, you are white. There, there's an attack on truth. Remember, they hated Jesus. How dare they talk about a moral human like that? Dude, these people are the type of people that are like, man, I, I, I got to get this girl an abortion stat. It's like, uh, Owen tells more women positive jokes than all these creeps. Well, dude, I mean, Theo Vaughn, I mean, if you know anything about him, I mean, he's open about this shit. The guy is a fucking, like, just a scumbag. You know, I'm a married dude with children. Theo Vaughn will, will, like, comb Craigslist to try and fuck some chick with one leg. I'm dead serious because he's sad. Whitney Cummings has fucked half of Hollywood to get, like, shitty movie roles. It's like she'll just, like, fuck a strange guy to get in a movie. And she's like, oh, ugh, Owen. I mean, Nick DiPaolo, he's gone real right wing, though. He didn't used to be, right? I mean, oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus. Theo Von fakes an idiot to be funny. Yeah, they're slithery, dude. They're slithery. It's like, want to know what women's rights are? Want to know what uh, taking care of women is? Is being married and serving a, a woman with, with all your, your money and your resources and your time and swearing off other women and all that shit. It's like... That's nasty. Calling Craigslist girls is how you get AIDS. Theo doesn't care if he gets AIDS. He doesn't give a shit. You know, but I'm, I'm way too far right wing for Theo. I'm too far in the woods. That's, that's being told by, by someone from Louisiana with a mullet um, who's always like, man. He, he like fakes that whole shit. He was on a reality show called uh, Road Rules. That's when I met Theo and we used to do stand up together. And I always liked Theo. That's the thing is I don't even, I, I've heard that before and I haven't even been trashing Theo. I'm restrained, man. It's like, I'm actually pretty restrained. And that shit, it's like Whitney Cummings. She, she was also on Bobby Lee and they did the same thing about me. All of this happened. You want to know the moment this all happened? When, when all this happened is when I, I talk shit about abortion. You know, because Bobby Lee and his girl have had three abortions. And, uh... So when, when anybody brings up the fact that it's, it's baby murder, they fucking hate you for it. It's like they just they, they can't even be around you. Yeah, Bobby Lee and his girlfriend have had three abortions. Three. Three. They talk about it openly. You know, and that's why so many of these people are so fucking insane. It's, it's like if it's, um, it's wild. And it's not about politics it's about a lot of it has to do with abortion it reminds me a lot of politics around slavery back in the day where if anyone spoke out against slavery they were just destroyed by democrats you know just destroyed if you're like yeah you know slavery might not be that great they're like who would 
clothe these niggers if we didn't. You hate niggers. You hate men. You hate America. It's the same shit. It's like, you think we might not want to crack the skulls of the unborn? Um, and they're like, you, sir, are a white supremacist. It's like, why? Because I don't want to just kill all these little babies. It's not even, it's not even, I'm laughing, but it's not even funny. What did Bobby Lee do? He's cool, man. I'm not starting shit with Bobby Lee. It's just him and Whitney Cummings did the same shit on Bobby Lee's thing about me. They're like talking about how I'm this right-wing extremist and Bobby Lee didn't have my back at all. Even though I've toured with him, I've been his buddy, I've carried him around. I literally have had great times with him, I thought. But he's like, ha, ha, ha. He just doesn't fucking stand up for anybody. They're all castrados. And they won't say shit to my face unless there's a bunch of them. That's what the leftists do. If, if, like, if it was even two of them, I would, they would back down immediately. They would, they would show fear and shame in their eyes. It's happened a million times. Because I've, I've went back to L.A. and done shows after um, you know, some of these controversies have happened. And no one does shit, man. No one does shit. That's why I always looked up to Rogan. Because he was one of the only real men in Hollywood. But even that's fucking fading. Yeah, he could beat the shit out of anybody. He could kick a heavy bag as hard as a human being can kick a heavy bag. But the dude's still like the same shit. He still will just cuck to, to female comics that are like, like Ali Wong will do bits right before Joe Rogan goes on stage about how like all male comedians are like scumbags and all they want to do is fuck all the girls in the crowd and they're like sick and gross and not even funny. And then like, Theo and Rogan and these guys will follow that and not say shit. I have video of me with Ali Wong where she was doing this. This is like three years ago. And I took it down at the time because Ali like begged me to take it down. Is it Ali Wong? I get the, the Asians mixed up for obvious reasons. They all have the same hair color, eye shape, and height. Uh, not Ali Wong. Helen Hong. Helen Hong. And... uh Yeah, because Ali Wong told Joe Rogan that I was a white supremacist. And Rogan like texted me like, are you the fuck's uh, white supremacist? I'm like, you, you're living in a world of nonsense. No one out there thinks like that. No one in the world thinks like this except fucking L.A., New York City, and little areas of, of cities throughout the country. It's nuts. I'm a white supremacist. Jesus. Because the Asians, man, like Ali, uh, not Ali Wong, Helen Hong, was doing a set about how her, her mother would, would freak out if she ever dated a white guy. She'd be like, oh, Helen, no, you don't ever date the white devil. I'm de this is the impression she's doing of her mother. And so I go up after her, and I do the thing that I used to do with Roy Wood Jr., where he would do this joke about how we got to start calling gay people niggers. And I would be like, man, I wish I wrote that joke. We got to start calling gay people niggers. And I'd say the hard ER, even in the blackest Alabama room. You know, we were at the Star Dome or something. I did the hard ER. And afterwards, I'm hanging out with five percenters who thought it was fucking hilarious. That's, that's why I can't be tricked. Is I know it's not offensive. I know it's only offensive to, uh, well, I know it's offensive. The fact that 70 people can be shot in a weekend in Chicago, including children in drive-bys, and no one cares at all. But yet someone says nigger in a funny way and all of a sudden they're just persona non grata. And here's the bitch about truth that people like Burt Kreischer and Theo Vaughn and Joe Rogan don't understand is it always wins. 
even if it takes a generation, it's like everyone knows that what I'm saying is true. It's obvious. Like all it takes is the, the emperor with no clothes. One kid says the emperor has no clothes. And everyone's like, holy shit, the emperor doesn't have any clothes. In real life, that kid would be kicked off Twitter and probably executed. But it's still, it's still immediate. It's still like everyone goes, holy shit. Next time you go to the comedy store, watch what the women will say about the men and watch how the men won't react. I reacted. I followed Helen uh, Hung, and I uh, I was joking about it. I'm like, can you, and the crowd was laughing, and it was in Pasadena, and there was tons of Asians in the crowd, and they knew it was true, because that's the thing: is the truth isn't racist; it's just true. When I'm like, imagine if I said that, where I'm like, oh, I, and I did the Southern accent, where I, where it was like, my mom was like, Owen, you never date none of them yellow slanty-eyed gooks. Do not bring one of them home. I'm like, imagine if I said that. And, and, the, and the truth was so obviously funny. And so I made this uh, video of going back and forth between, maybe I, I should find it and put it up. But, and Helen Hung texted me like frantically, like, you got to take that down now. Like, that is uh, embarrassing. That's, you're shaming me. And at the time, I was just like, fine, that's fine. Who cares? But it's like, these people have gone so far where it's like, I'm a... Whitney's reaction, man, it's like, ugh. She does horse therapy where she goes on a farm and pays somebody thousands of dollars to literally pet horses so that she doesn't kill herself. Sometimes suicidal people, it's like their their body's telling them something, like, you're the bad guy, like, take yourself out, take yourself out, you know? It's interesting because sometimes I wonder that. It's like, what if what if your subconscious is really trying to tell you something? Like, if you can't, go a day without trying to kill yourself like it might be your subconscious being like trying to kill the you know trying to like take out the bad guy so she's petting these horses being like oh this horsey makes me feel complete you want to know what makes you feel complete uh a kid you know a husband a family not 50 million dollars from two broke girls debatably the worst show ever written in history um and a, and a face that looks like you heard it a melted candle. Everyone knows her face looks like a melted candle. When I did that joke originally, everyone was like, holy fuck, her face looks exactly like a melted candle. Comic, hey, hey, love. What's up? Oh, yeah. Are you going to Target? Nice. All right, much love. Yeah. Melted candle, yeah. Will you, uh, will you grab me one more coffee? Thanks, love. Yeah, yeah, melted candle. Like, it, literally, it's as if you went into a 13th century monastery. And uh, <laughs> and this is just punching back, by the way. Oh, it is. This is this is after. If you guys want me to replay what the bitch said about me out of nowhere. And then watch what she said on Bobby Lee about me. And then watch what her and fucking Burt Kreischer said about me. It's always punching back. This is counterpunching. And people are like, oh, Owen the victim. Oh, Owen hits Hollywood because Owen misses Hollywood. I, I, Prager U said we want to do a, this is a true story. Said we want to do a, a weekly comedy show with you. This is, this is true. How much budget do you need? Like, let's do a weekly comedy show. I'm like, well, I don't really have any crew in Saranac Lake. You know, they're like, well, could you, could you come back here? Don't you still own a condo in Los Angeles? I literally like reacted the way Whitney reacted to my word. I was like, oh God, no, fuck, no, Jesus. There, there's nothing you could give me that would make me move back to Los Angeles. I'm not even doing the Prager U show. 
That's how much I fucking hate Los Angeles. Thanks, love. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. I have a lot of coffee. And those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I have a lot of coffee. I'm going to get all jacked up and then I'm going to do some weeding. I love you. Uh, all right. Need LA. Do I need LA? I can't stand LA. I can't fucking stand it. And I got buddies that are still there that are doing awesome. I'm talking... These will be the dudes worth a quarter billion. Not these Burt Kreischers like, oh my God, I got invited on another cruise. Ooh, I can make 20 grand and be drunk the whole time. I'm killing it. I'm talking about the quarter billion guys. Those are the guys that are like focused, building businesses, and they fucking hate it out there. And me and them will text. And I never talk about these people on these podcasts because they don't attack me. They don't put their fucking face in the world and try and make me into a punchline and fuck with my life. And they're the ones being like, dude, I feel like I'm, I'm drowning here. Like, you got to hear what I, just, what I just witnessed. Like, you have no idea what it's like here. I can't fucking do one more day. I'm like, dude, hold the line, man. There's so much, there's so much opportunity for you. There's a bunch of dumb, rich, fucking leftist retards that'll give you all their money, and I know that you want to do this. Just, just... Toe the line. And, and they're crushing. But it's like, I don't make 20K in two years. 20K, it doesn't matter. That, that isn't the point at all. That, the 20K is the perfect uh, figure of money that I was trying to use where it sounds like a lot, but you'll spend it in a fucking week if you're retarded. And it isn't a lot. And it is a lot at the same time. It's the, just the perfect example of... Making $20,000 in a week is the perfect example of a, a wealthy lifestyle, but not really. It's like that Chris Rock joke um, about who's rich and who's wealthy, where he's like talking about how Shaquille O'Neal is living in a neighborhood next to just some dentist. And he's like, uh, you know, rich is like, wealthy is like, spend them, spend them, um, what are those things called? The hubcaps. Spin them reels, uh, spin them rims, nigga, spin them rims. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. 20K is $9 an hour for a year. You guys missed the point, I think, on that one, but that's all right. Wealthy is like that family that owns the color blue. Are you talking about Jay-Z? Jay-Z tried to own the color blue. 20K doesn't go far in LA. No, it doesn't. Do you know how much a two-bedroom condo uh, would rent in LA for? $6,000, 1,100 square feet. So uh, just know that it's all relative. There's a great short story out by, uh, by uh, this is from a while ago. It's from the collection of short stories called Trigger Warning, hilariously, by Neil Gaiman. And it's a story about aliens coming down and buying up America. And they just keep, it may be a reference to the Chinese. When I was in LA, I, I totally, uh, I totally uh, thought it was about the Chinese. And the Saudis, because that's what's happening in L.A. But uh, they kept giving, they kept giving people more money than they could possibly imagine for their homes. You know, like uh, imagine if your home's worth a hundred grand, and someone comes to the door with three hundred grand, and they're like, they can't believe their luck. So then they go to their neighbor and they're like, "Can you believe how much we got?" And they're like, "Yeah, same thing just happened to us." And then someone else is like, "And the same thing happened to us." And then you realize that it just changed the price. And now you just don't own anything. And now that's just what it's worth. So if you make $20,000 in a year, but um, let's say a smoothie is a dollar. I just picked a smoothie. I don't know why. 
Okay, now you make $100,000 a year, but a smoothie's $5. Sound familiar? That's the same ratio. 20,000 times five is 100,000. $1 times five is $5. So when you go to LA, where, I, where I'm from in Oswego, you can get a beer for a quarter at a bar. We, we used to have flip nights where you flip a coin. Uh, you know, there'd be nickel drafts sometimes. I mean, the most you're going to pay for a beer is $2 max. And uh, houses are like 60 grand, 80 grand. My parents' house is right now valued at $60,000. So if you make 25,000 a year, if you make $20,000 a year, that's the equivalent of making 800,000 a year in Los Angeles. So that's how they get you. That's how they get you. But see, the thing is in LA, it's top down centralized government. So they'll ban straws. You know, there'll be 10,000 illegal Mexicans in your city that no one knows who they are. There's no social security card. They're sleeping and shitting on the streets and they're working for people so that your kids won't possibly get a job. Like I worked at this uh, sushi restaurant called uh, Koji's. It was shabu shabu, swish swish. Uh, Made me very fond of the Japs. They're good people. They giggle at my height. They're like, oh, you're so tall. Good, Good people. They used to call me Godzilla as a joke. I tell them to call me Godzilla. Be like, Godzilla. Be like, oh. Really, really cool. I like the Japs. And uh, the reason I don't find Jap offensive is because it's an abbreviation of Japanese, which isn't even what they are. They're called uh, napalm. Napalm. That's why they're called nips. You know, if it wasn't for the nips being so good at building ships, the yards would still be open on the rye or the Pink Floyd's final cut. Nips is the abbreviation for what they really are, which is nippon. They're not Japanese. There's nothing in Japanese that says Japanese. That's what we called them. That's what uh, Commodore Perry or who the fuck opened up Japan. I can't remember. But uh, uh, so Jap is an abbreviation of a word that doesn't even exist. So it, it none of it matters at all. So uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. All the Mexicans in the back. The sushi chefs weren't Japs. They were uh, Mexicans. And, uh, and they'd get paid $5 an hour illegally and one of them worked himself to death he was uh 36 his name was eddie eduardo and he was a good dude kind of a pervert he would always uh talk about dudes assholes a lot he'd be like monday senor monday senor oh i want to see your asshole real fucking weirdo but he just dropped dead from exhaustion because there was no uh he'd work 20 20 like 20 hours a day and uh for like five or six dollars an hour trying to ship the money back to his family in Mexico and uh, uh, where are they from? The Yucatan Peninsula, that area. A lot of them were from, um, yeah, a few were from Juarez, but the Yucatan Peninsula area, they're real little guys. Uh, where else were some of them from? San, man, I always like to listen to their stories. I used to know where they're from. But it's uh, it's exploitation in a lot of ways, and it makes it so that uh, American citizens can't get those jobs because they'll never hire someone for, you know, $15 an hour, which is mandated by the government. So they are like $12 an hour. They'd rather hire someone for $5 an hour. And the, and the, and the normal American citizen can't compete because they have a social security number. So you can't pay me less than $12 an hour in Los Angeles. So what, so what would they do? They'd pay someone you can, someone without an identity, someone who's illegal. And that is why it's fucking insane. And a lot of these Hollywood celebrities will hire a lot of these Hispanic people that are illegal to do their uh, gardening for $5 an hour. And then they would rape them sometimes. I would hear some of these jokes 
about how um, you know they would fuck the the their help or how they'd want it. You know they they and and I'm like, these are desperate people, man. You know I'm no sexual prude, but if you're paying someone five dollars an hour under the table and she had to like run across the uh, Rio Grande with a fucking um, coyote to uh, that most likely raped her so she can send money back to her fucking cartel-infested shithole she comes from. That's not really consensual on any level because she's probably terrified that if she doesn't fuck you when you come on to her when your fucking wife is at her job or at yoga class, um, she'll be fired and sent back to the shithole dungeon of a country that she's from. So uh, that's not consensual on any level. Like, you can't have sex with an illegal immigrant that works for you and have it not be a, a form of sexual assault, in my opinion. Because they feel that if they say no, they literally may die. So uh, all those uh, A and B list Hollywood celebrities out there fucking their maids, um, it's, it's rape. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy form of uh, sexual bondage. So just know that. You fucking psychos. But then, of course, it's Whitney Cummings. I mean, Whitney Cummings. I burn my face like a candle. All right, let's, how about this? Good. Uh, Whitney, Whitney Cummings, though she didn't. <laughs> Goodbye, Whitney's face. She had a little work done. So din, 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 din. She created two broke girls But it seems to me Your face looks like A burned up fucking candle Never knowing where the nose goes Or how high the cheeks should be I would have liked to know you But I couldn't cast you in a film Whitney Cummings has a fucked up face, a fucked up face, a fucked up face. It's so funny. The people that have been here, like that have seen what I've played, not only aren't, um, aren't offended by what I'm saying. They're like, yeah, she deserves way worse than what you're saying. Like the fact she just attacked me for no reason on three podcasts and, and Bert Kreischer and fucking Theo Vaughn towed the line like good little boys. Theo literally texted me. I had to do that because I'm up for a fucking uh, development deal. And now you're seeing his podcast blowing up and he had Jordan Peterson on so they could talk about the belly of some fucking whale for an hour. You know, you got to save your father from the belly of the whale. And Theo's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just trying to fucking do this so I can. And and it's like, enjoy that, man. Enjoy that life. Enjoy that money, you fucking pussy. All right. If you want to see me live, hugepianist.com slash tour. I can't even say the fucking venues yet because I don't want them to get uh, harassed by SJWs. <laughs> but then you can have Whitney Cummings tour the country. She'll get paid, what, $75,000 a night at a casino probably where she just goes up there and she's like, this is what men really think. I should know because I'm a Hollywood person that's never met a Trump supporter. I don't have a husband or children, and I spend thousands of dollars on horse therapy, and my face looks like a melted candle. So I know what's really going on in the world. Meanwhile, Owen Benjamin is a white supremacist, crazy men's rights activist simply because he's married with kids and doesn't like abortion. No way. Ugh. Ugh. 
Wow, Theo doesn't actually believe that then? No, we were texting for like hours the next day. He invited me on the show and then canceled two different times. Does Theo Vaughn actually think that I'm Roseanne's son and I'm way off the deep end? Of fucking course he does not think that. Obviously he doesn't think that. He's, they're both lying for money. It's insane. And I'm only telling these stories because they're my stories. They're my fucking stories, man. This is what these people have done to me. I know stories about all these people that are fucking crazy. Oh, oh, Chelsea Canwell. Yeah, people keep wanting me to talk about South Africa. I've been talking about it for six months, and of course I'll keep talking about South Africa. What the... F- this has been going on for months. It's about to be... Remember when I talked about it six fucking months ago, and people were just like, but, I mean, did you say nigger in a song? It's like, yeah... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, hang on, that would be a funny TV show. Your stories are awesome. Let's hear them, Owen. No, it's, they're not my stories. That, that's principle. It's not cowardice. I'm not a gossip. As much as these people want to make it, want, want to push me into the corner where I'm like, do you even know who the fuck these people are? It's like, I'm not that guy. I'm not a fucking National Enquirer guy. Do not tune into this podcast to hear me shit on Hollywood people. I will respond to them and I will talk about things that are obvious because I don't want to go down that road because that road is, uh, is riddled with, uh, with landmines. With, it's, just, it's so easy to be. Like one of my things that I try to stay away from is I always want to be grateful. Uh, I always want to uh, counterpunch. I don't want to initiate force when it comes to a lot of these fucking idiots. Uh, but when, when poked, I will poke back. But I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely uh, not going to just talk, like say rumors and stuff that I, I hear about people. Uh, all right. Oh, my dad's never been in movies, by the way. People just keeps up. People right now are saying Owen's dad was a Hollywood actor. He wasn't. My dad was never a Hollywood actor. All right. Let's read some super chats. Hi, Owen, long-time listener, first-time super chatter. It's hard for someone part Jew to give up money. Can you play some Fleetwood Mac? Well, I'm a quarter Jew, so I know that feeling, but it's my dad's mother, so I'm technically not. And she did convert to Christianity, but was annoying the rest of her life. Uh, she was always like, hey, does anyone have a bagel? See? Hey. But uh, wasn't a practicing Jew, but, you know, I have the poison in me to be annoying and uh, have a... Uh, you know, what's that called? Were you, it's a quality usually in women that I think I possess. Someone, people were uh, commenting recently about me possessing this uh, trait and I have to agree with them. Do you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? Uh, it's a quality that most uh, women have, that women have more than men. It's uh it's not anxiety. It's called, uh, hmm. Does anyone know? Not nagging. No, it's 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 one of the uh, top five or the five personality traits. It's like one of the uh, insanity. No, estrogen. No, paranoia. No, boobs. No, neuroticism. 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 I think is bitch hips. <laughs> That's hysterical. No, neuroticism is uh, is more in women than men, and I think I have it more than most men do because I think it is a Jew trait. I think like being a little neurotic. Uh but I think it's also in, in engineers. It's in people. It's in musicians. It's in uh, people that have perfectionist issues where, you know, I just think it's a, it's a survival gene that, that made it, that made it through, um, 
through a lot of generations because the Jew that was a little worried about, you know, uprisings uh, lived. You know, the one Jew that was like, hey, hey, other Jews, uh, I'm starting to think that the Romans are acting a little crazy these days. You know, I'm a little nervous. And everyone's like, relax, Jew. You're being too neurotic. And then the Romans killed all the other ones. And then the one that was nervous is like, oh, I get to have a lot of, a lot of children. So this is going to be passed on to the next generation. See? Uh, yeah, Tom Segura. I notice he goes back and forth with the people you talk about. They're on each other's podcasts. I hope he distances himself. I like Tom. I like Tom. I don't mind that they laughed at, at Bert saying that I was racist. Uh, as long as they didn't jump on it and be like, like what Whitney Cummings did. She couldn't name one Trump supporter and they couldn't even, I, I want to play that again. Let's listen to that fucking thing again. That's what I'm saying. Can someone hit me with that link again? Hit me with that link again. Cause we have more uh, listen, listeners now. We're almost at 1400 people. Uh, she's obsessed with you and she name drops you all the time. Which one's this? When you coming? Oh, there's the Tiger Lily one. Oh, I know. She talk, She literally talks about me all the fucking time. It's insane. And I wouldn't care because if my face was a melted candle, I would probably become obsessed with uh, an actual alpha male at some point as well. But uh, <laughs> I'm not even an alpha male. I am now just because every other dude has just cut their own dick off. I used to be considered more mellow. Like, I was artsy. Like, growing up, I was the artsy guy in the football bus that was good at football and, like, stood his ground, but, you know, thinks about shit and sometimes wears tie-dye shirts and is kind of, like, gay with his little piano. Now it's like, think she has a crush on you? I don't know. I think she, uh, I don't, I'm not going to uh, fucking mind read. I'm just going to react to what she says publicly. You know? Where's that link? Oh, by the way, San Antonio, Austin, uh, West Palm Beach. We got to move some tickets. That's a big venue. So Florida, if you guys, if you want to see me in Florida, go to West Palm Beach. Um, Tie dye unsubscribe, bro. I'm from a small white town with not a lot of money. We, all we had was the Grateful Dead, bro. I like Whitney's teeth. Well, I mean, they're not, they're not human teeth. Uh, she probably paid someone to rip him out of a little Mexican's mouth. Uh, how does Orlando work? Courage Bearer. Owen is funded by Birch Gold Society. Hilarious. Come to Arkansas. I'd love to. You're so tall. She'd have to pay to go up on you. Well, I'm, I think it's like, uh, I don't even give off any vibes that I'm ever interested in, interested in any women but my wife. And I think, uh, I think a lot of women that are just their whole life is just trying to be seen as like sexualized. It fucking makes their head weird because they know that they don't have any power over me. Whitney and Joe Rogan should birth the Antichrist. Uh, all right, which one's this? Does anybody have uh that pisses them off for sure? Yeah, because they're powerless. Imagine. I remember this one bitch. Uh, this one bitch. Was, this, she's famous too. I can't remember her name, but super famous. And she was hanging out with uh, me and uh, Nick Swartzen and a couple other people. And she went to her boyfriend. She was like, Nick Swartzen keeps like totally hitting on me. And, and Swartzen's like, well, seeing as I'm gay, uh, that's, uh, 
That's not very probable. And it dawned on me, it's like some of these women, all they have is their sexuality. And, uh, and if you don't react at all, it's like they don't know what to do. They have no idea. Nick is gay? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. He's probably just saying that to win. I don't know if Nick's gay or not. I've never seen him fuck anybody. Uh, all right. You guys aren't giving me that link again. I fucking missed it. Why is the selection of handler Cummings? Some broad, same broad, different cats. Isn't it neurotic? Isn't it neurotic? Don't you think? A little bit ironic. You just outed him? No, that's just what he said. It could have been a joke. I didn't out anybody. It's just a funny joke. Just to go, well, seeing as I'm gay, it's just a joke. It's it's just funny. Uh, one thing I will say, the dude's got like no sexual. Like I've never seen him be sexual in any way. All right, which one's this? Oh, is this Natalia? There's certain people that just don't have that instinct at all. They just are like not anything. There's also, uh, he kind of went we go. over the deep end, but Owen Benjamin. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, Owen's too far out there. Owen's yeah. out doing, Owen's just looking. Owen's kind of like, Well, I think he seems like Roseanne's son a little bit, but well, out in the woods. No, but isn't he like a men's rights activist or a white power activist? Or something? I'm, I'm a white power activist. Well, it's gotten a little bit bizarre. He's also like trashing comics. Like, get out of here. Yeah, it's just gotten, I think some of it's gotten a little bit, some desperation that happens when you aren't here. Yeah, but. Yeah. I'll yeah. say this, like, I was so nervous, words. like, I feel I've... All right, so, uh, desperation. That's coming from Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn once hooked up with a girl he found on uh, Craigslist, and it turned out she had one leg, and he didn't know that until after the lights were on because she couldn't have any lights on in the whole place. Um... Because she had a psychological disorder and she was a one-legged stranger he found on Craigslist. So, you know, there's that. He trashes comics. Like, get out of here, she says, attacking Owen. I know, right? The irony is not lost on me, guys. Don't, don't, don't sweat that. It's called postmodernism. They, have no, they believe in nothing except power acquisition. So... When you say, this comic is such a white power guy, he trashes comics. Uh, at that point, you realize these people stand for nothing. Uh, we stand for nothing, Lebowski. Really, who hasn't hooked up with a one-legged hooker off Craigslist? Don't judge. Listen, I'm, I'm not trying to judge. I'm just saying, like, it's interesting when someone says someone's desperate. Who literally fucked a one-legged stranger on Craigslist, and he didn't know she had one leg until the lights were on the next day. Good times. All right, let's read some super chats. A one-legged stranger. Listen, I've had some sex in my life with some people that I didn't love, but uh, I always knew they had two legs. Uh, they were never off Craigslist. And uh, I mean, it's just that that's a level of depravity and desperation and, and weird. If I'm Roseanne's son, he's the son of like. Hmm, I can't even just. Like if you go into a swamp and you see like something move, but you don't know what animal it is. Like that. 
Like you ever go into a swamp and you see like a rustle, like a movement, but you don't know what animal it was. You're like, what the hell was that? Theo's the son of that. <laughs> Who cares about their petty mistakes, says Cameron. I don't know. The guy that was just called a white power guy in front of millions of people. Two legs are better than one. You could have sex with one legged person. You can be fall in love with a one-legged person. I'm not mocking the one leg, guys. It's that you didn't know she only had one leg. That means you didn't, not only do you not have a conversation, you don't even do a quick analysis of someone's body before putting your cock in it. What millions? He gets 30K a video? No, huge numbers. Ever since Peterson as well, uh, he gets huge numbers, especially on audio. Most of my audience is audio, and right now there's 1,400 people watching live. There'll be another 20,000 people on YouTube and then way more on audio. A lot of people listen to audio, and right now my audio is fucked up, so I really need help with that, Coddington. Ever since Bayonet Bob uh, stopped doing the, the, the podcast, it's so hit or miss. People keep writing me either it works or it doesn't work. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Theo has definitely had, accidentally had sex with a dude. For sure. It probably wasn't even accidental. It was probably just like desperately trying to have sex with a dude. Not anymore, BB. I'm done with him. You don't have to be done with Theo. Why don't you hear the craziest fucking thing? And for any of you motherfuckers that out there that are like, oh, Big Bear is so emotional. He really keeps a grudge. I still like Theo Vaughn. And that's not battered wife syndrome. I find him funny. I know exactly why he did that. I know exactly the weakness that made him do that. I, I know he doesn't believe it. Um, I think he's a pussy, but he's funny. I'm glad he exists. I think underneath it all, he's a good guy. Um, I, I've had great times with him. I enjoy being around him. I feel the same way about Burt Kreischer. This isn't even that personal. It's like, I like some of these dudes. I like Joe Rogan. I just think they're fucking pussies. They've just become pussies. They don't realize... Okay, he's sitting down with a, a girl, Whitney Cummings, who can't name a single person who veers right in comedy. That being said, when, when it was brought up, like voting for Trump, and they're like, well, I mean, I'm not even saying voting for Trump. And she's like, oh, God, no, of course not voting for Trump. They don't know one person who voted for our elected president. And they think that they're a, a, a mouthpiece for human beings in America. It's nuts. There's about 200,000 raging gay uh, fucking dumbasses or just like sheep retards listening to these people being like, they are right on. I mean, this is, and those people control the New York Times and all these networks and HBO and Netflix and all this shit. Whoever thought people would watch Michelle Wolf should be not only fired, they should be drawn and quartered by horses. You know, and Whitney Cummings could pay someone to hang out with the horse so she can do horse therapy. Oh my God, horse therapy. Like, listen to this bitch on fucking podcasts. It's mind-blowing. The amount of disposable income she has. She lives in a mansion, right? Talking down about people uh, because, you know, right-wing people are so greedy. Oh my God, they're so, like, capitalist and fucking greedy. They're so gross. Her dad was, like, one of these uh, white-collar criminal guys. You know, one of these uh, hedge fund guys, and she was raised by some, like, schizophrenic single mom, and I, I get it. She had a rough fucking life, and she worked hard, but it's like, Jesus, you fucking crazy-ass, melted-faced bitch. Don't, she called me a white power guy. I, 
Why do you think my wife was laughing when I was talking about uh, that her face looks like a melted candle? A, because it's funny because it's so true. It's insane. It, she looks like her face looks like it was from a, you know, um, where the monks hang out, but like eighth century monastery where it's like, oh, and you look and you see all these candles that have been burning for just centuries. And you're like, wait a minute, is that Whitney Cummings' headshot? My wife is fucking Hispanic. How do you think she reacts to a bitch like Whitney Cummings? So now Whitney Cummings is saying that my wife, Amy, who has her master's degree in structural engineering, is the mother of two, a wonderful person that has beaten all kinds of odds to be a happy, great human being whose dad was an illegal Mexican piece of shit. Uh, uh, now she has a good white stepdad, thank God. But uh, how do you think she reacts that Whitney Cummings says that she married a white supremacist? Do you think that makes her like Whitney Cummings? Do you think that women across America uh, relate to that stupid bitch? So Whitney Cummings is saying that my wife is basically retarded because she didn't understand that she was marrying a white power guy. Uh, that's, that's called insulting, Whitney Cummings. You fucking melted-faced bitch. Isn't he like a men's rights activist? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, an, I'm a human rights activist, and we're about to start talking about South Africa if you want to. You know, the place that, that belched out Trevor Noah. South Africa, a place that's about to commit genocide on white um, farmers. The government has now made it legal to take the farms of people based on race. By the way, that can happen in America. You understand that, right? South Africa used to be the richest country in Africa not that long ago until Nelson Mandela, a terrorist, uh, whose wife, Winnie Mandela, once set uh, the, uh, a 12-year-old's head on fire with a, with a tire who snitched on her. You know, an uh, uh, international communist. Uh, Mandela came in, and now it's one of the poorest countries in Africa. It has the highest rate of AIDS. The biggest threat they face is gang rape of babies because these fucking retards think that... Uh, uh, literally retarded, by the way. A lot of their... Uh, the average IQ in South Africa, I believe, is 71. And uh, the, the U.S. military won't take anyone with an IQ under 78 because there literally isn't a position for you to fill in the Army. I mean, you can't fill up coffee mugs if you're 78. So 71, I believe, is the average IQ in South Africa. So they gang rape babies because they think it's going to get rid of their AIDS. Now they're taking the, the, the land legally. Now the government is allowing them to take the land from uh, white farmers who have been um, just massacred and terrorized and brutalized for years now, ever since, uh, you know, the government. And by the way, I was rooting for the end of apartheid, obviously. I don't like any race-based laws. None. Obviously, apartheid goes against all my principles. I don't think anybody should be separated by race. I don't think that race should be a factor in determining anything when it, when, in regards to economics or the way uh, society is laid out. That being said... Ever since apartheid dropped and all this horror has happened and, and they've, you know, here's another thing. Under apartheid, the black population has went up eight times. So that's because a lot of these uh, farmers are insanely good at farming. Lo and behold, they didn't steal the farms from native Africans. America didn't steal farmland from Iroquois and Mohawk Indians and all these Indians. They didn't exist. 
this land was a lot of it was arid, really hard to farm. And these cultures weren't farming it. So people came in and they out of nothing, they created this bounty. So the black population goes up eight times, right? Because of all this food. So every farmer they kill or they, they ex they, they kick off their own land. Do you know how much food is not being produced? Tons and tons and tons of food is not being produced, right? So they get a wise white farmers based on their race. And now they aren't growing enough food for the, uh, the population of blacks that is eight times greater than before these farms started cranking out all this food at a very, very cheap rate. So what's going to happen next? Um, the blacks are going to start starving to death because socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. They will start killing the whites because there's going to be no place to put them. And the more they starve, the more they will resent the whites. They'll say, you did this to us. You did this to us because they cannot face the fact that they just killed their fucking food source because these dumb shits don't know how to farm. And the way market economics works is the more food you produce, the cheaper it gets. It's called supply and demand. Read one book. Oh, I, I forgot. You can't because your average IQ is 71. So it's like now they will all start to starve. And that will somehow still be placed on the people that they've already murdered. This is not the first time this has happened. This happens all the time. This is how so socialism ends. Always. You know, it's happening in Venezuela. Now they're still blaming bankers. They're just blaming bankers. Just randomly. Bankers. International bankers did this to us. You sure it wasn't Hugo Chavez that nationalized and socialized the, the most profitable black gold you had in your country called oil? In 2013, he nationalized oil. Venezuela was one of the richest countries in South Africa. It's now one of the poorest countries in the world. And you can't blame it on America and colonialism and all that because... It's way poorer and way more violent than all its neighbors. You know, look at Paraguay, Uruguay, uh, Peru, Chile, even fucking Colombia, Ecuador, doing much, much better than Venezuela simply because they're not socialist. Do you think if America truly just has its hand everywhere and we're always the white devil causing all the problems, um, why is it just Venezuela that's now eating pigeons and selling their children for sex? and not Chile, and, and not Peru, and not Ecuador, and not Colombia, and not Guatemala. It's, it's because it's a lie. And this is the same problem I have with blaming Jews on everything. This is the same problem I have with everyone saying it's, it's, it's the satanic Jew that causes all the wars ever since the Rothschilds in 1812. All human suffering is the Jew. That's the white equivalent of what these people are doing about whites. And I don't see how people don't see it's a, it's a basic waterfall. You blame all your problems on people that are just doing well. Now, is there a lot of leftist Jews that are doing some really corrupt, fucked up shit? Obviously. But if, if, if somebody doesn't understand the business that is providing the social lubrication for the society they live in, banking, giving loans, giving loans creates money out of nothing. It's like farming in a desert. If you say... Um, if you give me 10% for this building and you have a great idea for a business and you give me back 3.8% locked in 30 year, you can give someone a fortune that didn't exist previously. That's, that's, that's lubrication for life. That's literally, if you start killing all the Jews that, that give loans to people just because a couple people couldn't pay back their loans because they took, because the government came in and subsidized it in fucking 2000, you know, whenever the fuck Clinton first did that. 
and then it becomes the subprime bullshit. That's all government shit, by the way. That's not market. The free market would only give loans to people that can afford to pay the shit back. But when you have these do-gooder Elizabeth Warren retards that are like, every single human being deserves their own home and business. No, the fuck they don't. Tons of people in South Africa cannot farm. They don't know how. They don't have the work ethic. They don't have the basic fucking IQ to, to farm. There's a lot of people in this country that should not own a house. They can't pay for fucking Netflix every month. You think they can afford a $3,000 mortgage just because their girlfriend's a stripper? No, they will, be- they will default on that shit. So their neighbor defaults, their neighbor defaults. It's a goddamn domino until the entire fucking bubble falls apart. And then my house goes down 300000 fucking dollars. Like, it's obvious. All right, so there you go. I talked about South Africa. Let's read some super chats. I just lost about 150 people. I know is because I said that the say, that the Jews aren't the world's problems. I know it. I know it. But I don't give a fuck. Those people are just like listening to black uh, the black people in uh, South Africa, where it's like, if it wasn't for the whites, we would have. You, what's that shit called in Black Panther? Wakanda. If it was not for the whites, we would Wakanda. It's like nobody. That's not the way the world works. That's like saying, if it wasn't for the Jews, Braveheart would have won that war. Because Longshank. My stream went down. You see that shit? I'm back, though, baby. I'm back. Uh, this isn't my first rodeo. I know to wait it out. Uh, yeah, these, uh, these people that blame the Jews on everything, they're like... William Wallace would have beaten Longshank if it wasn't for the Jews, because we all know it was it was Zev Longshankstein that really took the land from the Scottish, because he wanted interest rates lowered. Such a straw man, disappointing Owen says David C. People like you only know how to just personally attack and you have no fucking idea how to make a point make me a fucking point that the jews cause all the world's problems and and guess what i'll put it side by side exactly with what the fucking black nationalists are doing right now in south africa guess what you kill all the farmers you starve you kill all the bankers you starve all of these fucking businesses are based on debt that, 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 if it's time travel. That's what debt is. It's called time travel. Now, if you want to talk about the Fed, now that's a fucking argument I'll listen to. Because the Federal Reserve is a private business that somehow attaches itself to the U.S. government so they can just print money. They can just add zeros. They don't even have to print it anymore. They just put a fucking zero. And that, if you want to talk about that, I'll listen all day long. But you can't fucking talk about lending money is somehow bad. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, man? You know how hard it would be for a business? Let's say that there, let's say there's a building for $100,000 and someone is just unbelievably good at growing flowers and has all these flowers and it's right. It just needs a storefront, just needs a storefront so bad. And he just got out of the Marines and he's got five grand in the bank, but he knows his shit's going to work. He's got an email list. His mom's at the church and everyone's dying for flowers. He just needs this flower shop. Does he wait? working a minimum wage job to get $100,000 in cash so he can spend it all on this building and then have nothing to fix up the building or promote. No, someone gives him a 5% down loan on the, on the business. Give me $5,000, we'll do a 95 
thousand dollar mortgage, right? So at three and a half percent, that's five hundred fifty dollars a month, right? So at five hundred fifty dollars a month, all you have to do is make five hundred sixty dollars a month, and you're now profitable, right? But you don't have to put down a hundred grand. It's called time travel. So they do that. They start making two, three thousand a month. They start putting in a thousand back into the business. Bing, bang, boom. Fucking ninety four months later. Uh, you own it straight up, but now you have a thriving business with a storefront where you're making nine, ten, eleven thousand a month. Now you can open up another one and another one and another one. That all comes from banking. That all comes from a loan. That all comes from the social, the capitalist lubrication that is banking. Now banking can become incredibly corrupt. The Rothschilds did fund both sides of wars. The Rothschilds are still involved in a massive um, social engineering. Uh, like for example, social security itself is a Ponzi scheme. The NASDAQ itself was almost a Ponzi scheme completely because of fucking, um, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff almost tanked our entire economy. Of course there's, there's evil, sadistic, um, sociopathic, psychopathic Jews in the finance system that will absolutely annihilate your entire culture and civilization because of greed and corruption. Want to know what that requires? A state. It requires the backing of a government with a military or else that sneaky fucker would be broken by market forces. Someone else would come along and, and offer a better deal, offer competition. That's why I'm a free market capitalist because it keeps sociopaths in check. It keeps psychopaths in check. There's always going to be psychopaths. But what? this is why I'm all about saying, uh, calling out pedophiles, calling out how I want to kill pedophiles, calling out how if someone hurts a child, they should be fucking put in the ground. Want to know why? Because there's always going to be pedophiles. You want to know what they need? Fear. Fear. Capitalism provides fear. Market economics provides fear. So you have someone with a Ponzi scheme, someone trying to rip off massive amounts of people, the fear that someone will come in and beat them. What the government provides is a monopoly of power that lets someone no longer feel that fear. And that, that is when shit gets bad. The Fed, Social Security, the welfare warfare states. These things are caused because they don't feel the fear of competition. Pedophiles don't feel the fear that their neighbor will put them in the fucking ground if they touch their kid. That's the shit that we need. All right, let's read some super chats. This is the only one I love. Oh, thank you, buddy. What's well, just true? It's true. I got some amens. Okay, Satanists, not Jews. Well, that's great. I'm against Satanists, dude. I think leftism is a form of Satanism. Swear to God. I think a lot of Jews become Satanists. If a lot of atheist Jews that are that are uh, culturally and almost biologically have a predisposition to be an ism. That's how Dennis Prager described it, and I thought it was brilliant that they have an ism, Judaism. And if that ism isn't patriotism or Judaism or you know, something good, it easily becomes utopianism, feminism, progressivism, Satanism, you know, and that's when shit gets bad. And so um, that I agree with people 100 percent if they're talking about satanic human beings, people that thrive on on um, hurting people and greed and corruption and all this shit. And, and of course, you're going to have Jews, you're going to have atheists, you're going to have Christians, you're going to have Muslims, you're going to have all kinds of walks of life in that. And I think uh, Jews have a predisposition, atheist Jews uh, that have that envious, that, that wretched hatred in them that you can see in their tweets. You know, you can just see when they just fucking hate America, they hate families, they hate everything good. 
Those are the people to watch out for. But that has nothing to do with being a Jew. That has to do with being evil. And evil can take the form of so many types of people. And if you just uh, say that this group of people are the evil ones, you've already made a fatal mistake. And that's what South Africa is doing right now. And if you can't learn from those mistakes, and if you can't put yourself in the position of both sides, then you don't learn. If you just say, oh, the black South Africans are just bad. No. You know, the whites are just bad. No. You have to say, put yourself in that position and see what was the fatal mistake. And that, the, the fatal mistake that the blacks are currently doing is saying that the whites, that this, this homogenous group, this demographic is the cause of their problems and not evil itself, not sloth, not envy, not pride, you know, not lust, not all the things that are, they're literally called uh, deadly sins for a reason. They will kill you. And, uh, and that's the problem. And so you have to apply that to your own life and say, am I doing that? Am I putting just one group of people? You have to always look for evil. Don't, don't just, just put it on a group of people and say, okay, the, the, the Presbyterians over six foot four are the bad ones. Because no, you have to be able to recognize it. All right, let me read some super chats. I've neglected my people. All right. I wonder if there will ever come a day when, oh, I got a fucking, when they paint over you at the Hollywood Improv like they've ruined President Trump's Hollywood star. I don't know. I don't even think they know how to paint, to be honest with you. Uh, getting better so I won't be able to watch you on your crazy American hours. Keep fighting, brother. Thanks, James. I think you look so much healthier and happier. Thank you, Delicate Bear. I do feel very healthy and happy. Greetings from uh, Gig Harbor. Glad this smoke's clearing up today. Fingers crossed for some uh, local shows soon. I hope mine as well, and I hope that the smoke goes away. I still have to give my piano lesson. UK is the first case of flesh-eating STD. Interesting. Can you play an uplifting song for my big bro, uh, Mick Bison Bear, from his little bro, Inspector? Shout out to all the bears. Yes, and I'm going to give you guys a little... I fixed my keys. This is now right hand, left hand. So here's an uplifting song. It's called Whitney Cummings Has a Gross Face. And it's only getting older and wrinklier and grayer. Her nose looks like Skeletor's nose, or like Michael Jackson's nose where they cut the tip off. And the only reason I'm making fun of her appearance is because I know that's the only thing she cares about. I would make fun of her character, but she doesn't have one. And all, you know, all that shit, all her personal training and all her psych, you know, all that bullshit is going into her fucking face. All right, so let's talk chords. So. I was thinking about something about trans chords, because you have a major chord, and then here's a minor chord. Okay, so a minor chord sounds kind of sa like sad. It's like, and then a, a major chord sounds like happy. Okay, so let's, let's take those as gender. Like, let's say the minor chord is female. Like, why are you out so late at night and you haven't texted me? And then the male positive one is like, I'm having a good time with my buddies. Okay, so trans is, a, um, it's called a suspended fourth or suspended second. It's a, it's a chord that is neither major nor minor. 
I find that fascinating. So you have a minor chord. So it's a suspended fourth. So when you take the fourth and you move it up, or you take the, the middle note and you move it up one. So, so one full note is one, two. All right, so, so you go like this. So that's, that's a suspended fourth. And it's in between positive and negative. It's just kind of this nebulous, like, gay frog situation where it's like... It's the cold as ice. She's as cold as ice. Yeah. We learn to sacrifice. But, uh, like... Oh, I know who does that a lot is the song Yellow. It's very trans. So you hear that? Suspended fourth. You don't know which direction it's going to go. It's neither positive nor negative. Look at the stars. Look how they shine for. It, it doesn't take a path. It, it requires resolution. When you're trans and you don't have a dick or you don't not have a dick, you're like this this nebulous dick, this suspended fourth. Uh, everyone wants to know where you're going to take it. Like, are you male or are you female? It's like, you hear how that's like, it's dying to resolve. Ready? Let's say either keep their dick or they cut their dick off. It's just that middle ground that. And so much of Coldplay is that. So it's. What is it? Look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. Everything you do. And it was all yellow. Balls. You know I love you so. It's just uh, piano is such a great metaphor for just the truth of life. It's just so mathematically obvious. Um, well, I want to check the chats and see what songs you guys want me to play, and we'll talk about what's a tranny song. Do you think Bert was laughing so loudly because it's Av, he's not racist just as you aren't? I'm hoping that's what it means. I would think that if it wasn't for when they talk to Whitney Cummings, they just like seriously agree. They're like, yeah, he's a white supremacist. Totally. At that point, you're not joking. If I was an actual racist, I wouldn't do jokes about black people because they wouldn't be jokes. If I was an actual racist, I wouldn't fucking like if I was like having a serious conversation with someone, I was like, yeah, man, blacks really are the problem. At that point. It's no longer a joke. It's just me expressing my opinion through fucking comedy because I'm a, uh, a coward. 
Um, Bird is far too innocent. He's like a child. Yeah, that's what that's what they all say. Is Hallelujah trance? Let's take a look. Ah ah ah! No, it's too high. I heard there was a secret court where David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? It's the opposite of trans, or zero trans. It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor four, and the major lift, the baffled king composing hallelujah. Is it E minor? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Zero trans. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was a time when you let me know what's really going on below. But now you never show that to me, do you? It's not a cry that you hear at night It's not somebody who's seen the light It's a cold and it's a broken Hallelujah 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 No, that's the opposite of trans. Trans would be... Maybe there was a time when you let me know what's really. You hear the difference? It's just so. It's so. Uh, and transcendental disorder, Shapiro. Yeah, I mean, anything that requires surgery in a lifetime of uh, hormone treatments is obviously not uh, a good thing. Bill is trying too hard to not be on his side. Well, that it's becoming ridiculous. Because the left is subjective, the right is objective. With the, exception of some, with the exception of some really sick neocon types that are just constantly pushing for war anywhere they can, the right is set in reality. The, the right wing in America that is pretty much the conservative American tradition is, is based around how a construction worker thinks. You need that beam there, you need that cross beam there, or the fucking roof will fall down. That's just life. You work hard, you work harder, you get more. You work less, you get less. Get married, have a baby, pray to God, and shut your fucking mouth. That's pretty much it. But you can speak if you want, but just know you sound like a retard. You know, freedom, 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 all that shit. That, that's basic right-wing shit. There are some, like, neocon right-wing guys that are like, it's all about toppling regimes and spending trillions of dollars and shit. That's not what I'm referring to, and that's a total straw man, like that one dude said about my whole Jew rant. The left is, is subjective. It says, well... Uh, you can put a beam there if you want, but if not, who are you to say the roof will fall down? What if the roof identifies as a floating roof? It's literally that insane. So there is no middle ground. You either see the world as objective or subjective. It's the equivalent of middle ground at this point is someone speaking English and someone speaking Japanese and saying, like, you're just like, you do both. So it's just gibberish. Where it's like, I'm going to be a little English and a little Japanese, and so no one fucking understands me or believes me or trusts me because what I'm saying makes no sense to literally anyone. How can you believe Dolezal is a little bit black or that maybe you should call a vagina a front hole? It's, it's insane. 
How can you believe in a little socialism? By the way, when you talk about Norway, Sweden, Denmark, all that shit, those are socialist, not, not socialist, those are social programs. High taxes, so they give the money to people. It's not good economics, but that isn't socialism. Socialism is when the government controls the means of production. There is no middle ground with socialism. That means the wheat in your field, the products in your store, the jokes in your mind belong to the government. There is no middle ground with socialism. That is not welfare. That is not social security. That is not Medicare. When they talk about socializing medicine, that means that that one thing will become what socialism is for everything. Socialized medicine means medicine is no longer uh, free market in any way. It is all government programs, which means it's, it's centralized control. It's people that don't understand uh, supply or demand of any field because no human alive could possibly know how much an EpiPen should cost in Illinois. No one knows that. It has to be free market. But let's just say that becomes socialized. That's a socialized program. Socialism means the government controls all means of production. There's no middle ground. If you believe in that, that's one way of seeing the world. And if you don't believe in that, that's another way of seeing the world. And you can't kind of believe that. You can't kind of believe that your house is kind of a commune. You can't believe that, you know, one day a week someone can fuck your wife. You're either in a marriage or you're not. There is no middle ground. And the people trying to be middle ground people are blatantly greedy, self-serving, weak fucks trying to get the most amount of love and attention from the most amount of people possible. And it's sad and it's sick and it's childlike. How much money do you need, you sick fuckers? You know, how much money do you possibly need before you can stop trying for more and more and more and to appeal to more and more and more? It's like, that's why it doesn't matter. You can have five, eight Netflix specials. You can have a giant movie coming out the same weekend as your newest Netflix special. And if you say you're middle ground, you're a liar and you're doing it only because you want your ninth Netflix special and your 15th movie and your bigger helicopter. It's fucking gross. Reviews, uh, reverse piano view, please. I can do that. I thought I already did, though. Hang on a second. I can reverse that, no problem. I already re reversed it once, but I can reverse it again. There you go, y'all. So what songs y'all want to hear? I'll, I'll, I'll read, I won't get to all the Super Chats today. I'm just being honest. I was uh, Honestly, I have no respect for Rogan. The way he talked about Malinu was disgusting. Yeah, 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 I was. Malinu's a good man. I've listened to Malinu for a long time now. Malinu's faced a lot of shit. And all right, no way the machine story isn't heavily embellished. I'm not going to go after Bert at all. I still like Bert. And just like the Catholic Church wouldn't make it so that I couldn't feel God, I'm not going to let people's cowardice affect the way I view people. I still get to have the opinion that I like Bert Kreischer. I still get to have the opinion that I like Theo Vaughn. These people are being weak and they're being slanderous and they're attacking somebody for doing what they know they actually want to do and be in life. That being said, I'm not going to let someone else's actions dictate my own thoughts and feelings. I like these dudes still. I like Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan's allure and what I liked about him the most, like what I had the most amount of uh, pride in and respect for, he's losing. But I still am glad that little monkey fuckers run around kicking shit. 
All right, so now that you are a fellow Washingtonian, are you enjoying the smoke and the wildfires? Also, can you play me up some Alice in Chains sometime? That's pure Washington State music right there. Well, the smoke's crazy up here. It's crazy. It's all coming from Canada, too, because dumb fuck Justin Trudeau won't let anyone have any burns, any controlled burns, so the forest becomes filled with dead wood, and that just explodes. Um, white key's on the bottom. I think that works. I'll figure out Alice in Chains for you next time. Oh, and isn't the natural conclusion of Christian conservatism white advocacy? I feel like everyone who voted for Trump is subconsciously pro-white. No. I, I don't know what white means. And, and I'm not going to just slander anyone who says that. Um, but it white doesn't even mean anything. Like, white wasn't even a thing, like, 30 years ago. Like, in my hometown right now, white isn't a thing. You're either Polish, you're Italian, you're Irish, you're German, you know, and they're all different groups. There was no homogenous white. And if you don't believe me, Google World War One, and then Google World War Two. And if you think the Jews caused that, Google uh, Hundred Years War. And if you think the Jews caused that, Google uh, Anglo-Saxon invasion. <laughs> and if you think the good Jews caused that, <laughs> like there is no white. Don't get me wrong. There's I don't want to live in a Muslim neighborhood. I don't want to live in a neighborhood with illegal immigrants. I don't want to live in a neighborhood where it's a bunch of black people on welfare. There is an idea that is practiced by a lot more white people than non-white people in America, but it's not white. That's a fallacy. That's a, that's a, all, Dalma all Dalmatians are dogs. It doesn't mean all dogs are Dalmatians. It's a, it's an, it's a, it's a logic fallacy. Um, no, being pro-Trump was not dog whistling white supremacy in any way. And in fact, saying that kind of undercuts, it, it gives a lot of fuel to uh, a lot of really ignorant people that can shut down a good leader. It was someone who was willing to fight and someone who was willing to not say that being American sucks and America sucks and capitalism sucks and everything sucks. And we're sorry for everything that ever happened. It's about, it's about fighting your way out of a hole. That's all it is. Uh, flip the piano back. No problem. I will. Russians aren't white. No, Russians are white. Russians, and their serfs were white. You know, their slaves were white. The serfs. So if you bought land back in the day, even in Tolstoy's time, even in the 1900s, if you bought like an acre of land, it came with like four guys. Iranians are white. That's a trip. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like that's, that's when that starts falling apart. There, there is like, uh, you know, bell curve differences, Charles Murray and all that shit. Yeah, I'm not denying any of that. And I'm not a virtue signaler and I'm not one of these people that denies the existence of uh, genetic differences in a big, big population of a race when compared to another giant population of another race. But that doesn't mean you can judge individuals based on race. And it really doesn't. That's not me virtue signaling. I've, I've been I've had I've been burned alive for my thoughts. I fucking would never hold back on any thoughts. And no one's given me an, a valid answer to that. Like, look at the, the okay, so these ethnostate guys, how on earth could you defend white South Africans? White people in South Africa, that's not blood and soil. Those people, it's white people in South Africa right now. I'm defending them as South Africans. I think the Dutch in South Africa, the Dutch heritage, the people with Dutch heritage in South Africa right now being brutalized are South African and should be protected. You can't make that argument if you believe in an ethnostate because the black people sound a lot like 
uh, the they're black nationalists. They're black ethno nationalists. They're saying the this place is for blacks. It's fucking bullshit. Blacks in the military act more or less like white people in the military. Of course, same with comedians. That's why comedy was seen as so threatening to this Marxist worldview of division of race, is because when you see a black black people and white people in a green room riffing jokes, you see the unity. You see it. You see the culture. You see the fucking common ground right away i could literally show you that height is a bigger difference than race i swear to god being six seven i i i can see it clear as day people that are five seven men that are five seven with power have so many similarities five seven is a very special height because it's just short it's just it's one inch away from average and it fucking kills them it kills these people and they always have a chip on their shoulder and they always act a little fucking in- intense. Like a rich, powerful man who's 5'7". It has more... I'm 5'7", says Josh. Dude, I get it. His name's Josh Alvarez, too. Yeah, see, Alvarez, that means in your... Wherever you're... Whatever flea-bitten bit, shithole you're from, you're tall. 5'8 <laughs> is average. 5'7. Because like 5'3, like if a dude's 5'3, he's just like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy short. I'm short. But 5'7... You're so close. You're so close to it. You're so close to it. And if you dump a lot of money and power on 5.7, you get yourself, you know, some real problems. Some real problems. The best height for a man is six foot one. There's no question on that. Six seven's too tall. It becomes almost like how people see you. Um, but uh, six one is perfect. It's a perfect height for a man. 5'10", 5'11", 6 feet, 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", you start becoming a little freaky. Start becoming almost like everyone's like, just talks about your height all the time. Uh, 6'5", starts being like, do you play basketball? How's the weather up there? 6'6", escalates. 6'7", it's literally like, are you trying to rape me? How tall is Nimmer? 5'8". He just made it. He just fucking made it. He just made it. But it still affects his personality. Oh, and isn't the natural... All right. Uh, Theo made Crowley passes in his comedy central show. And ever since then, I've, he's a made man with Jordan Peterson, et cetera, on his show, sad state of affairs. Yeah. I don't know what any of that shit is, but it's weird. There's something weird going on with some of these people. Cause like people will just blow up out of nowhere and then become real fucking weird with their old friends, their old friend knowing, and I'm not fucking having that shit. Please come to Colorado, Owen. Also, can you play any Led Zeppelin? Sure. Hey, Whitney. Your face looks like a melted candle. Hey, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. Your face looks like a melted candle. There you go, buddy. Someone commented yesterday, uh, Stairway to Freebird, and it's uh, stuck in my head so intensely. Stairway to Freebird. How epic of a song would that be? Stairway to Freebird. I can't remember the chorus. There's a lady who knows All the glitter is gold. There's a lady who knows. 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 There's a lady who
was a stairway going to heaven. Stairway to free bird. I don't know, something like that. Hugepianist.com slash tour. Get tickets, by the way. I have to keep reminding people because we've got to sell some fucking tickets. We've sold a, a decent amount, but not being able to advertise and my quote-unquote friends not calling me a white supremacist doesn't fucking help things. Um, all right. Whitney Cummings was a producer on the new Roseanne. How do these people not see their cognitive dissonance? They don't believe in anything. I don't get how people don't understand. They're just insane. They're insane children with giant amounts of power. I've seen Hill. I've seen Rose Roseanne and Whitney Cummings hanging out. They're like friends. Owen's like, Owen's, Owen's Roseanne's son at this point. Oh, why? Because she made, because Roseanne made, said that someone looked like a fictional character that she did look like because of their fucking haircut. You Louisiana fucking retard. Uh, how do I DM you about Orlando? Uh, hotel, stairway, freebird. Hotel to stair, uh, stairway to freebird in the wind. That's a good one. Yeah, for the tour, I got to get like this massive fucking sing-along at the end. That's like all the epic songs. She, Josh, she does look exactly like an ape. You're absolutely right. And it's okay that you're 5'7", Josh. With the name like Alvarez, that's tall where you come from. All, the, all your little Ewok people, whatever shithole you come from, are like, you so tall. Why are you now, uh, why are you now fucking Japanese? Can you play the doors? Sure. that come on baby what my fire uh four chords don't stop believing yeah like i'm a free bird going to heaven Birdcast 297, 242. Okay, let's check that out. And then no one better say shit after this about me picking on poor fucking nice Bert. All right, yeah, watch this. Birdcast 297. What was it? What was the time again? Hang on. 242. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see what my old friend Bert has to say with old Whitney Cummings. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, I, I mean, uh, you, I don't think you're, you're maybe, oh, I'm sure I. Um, because it makes comedy cool and hot and ever, you know, so it's like the one thing I will say, which I, I sort of noticed afterwards and I wasn't able to see it while I was in it, it was like when I did that show at NBC, there were no comics that had shows at the time, certainly not multicams. None. You know, it was all actors d doing all the comedy jobs. And it was like this weird thing where, because it was, you know, Raymond and, and Kevin James and all those guys were getting all those deals out of Montreal and that kind of went away. And then it went into like single cam, like a bunch of actors being awkward and glib, which is what all those, you know, sort of shows were at the time, yeah. which are funny and I'm a fan of them. But like comics coming out, when, you point. know, 
doing multicams wasn't really happening. No. And then, you know, I see the show, whatever. We did 40 something episodes. That's whatever. I don't <laughs> think that was a failure, but it was. Then all of a sudden, people were getting shows. And someone came up to me in the comedy store and were like, You started that. And I don't think I started it, but something happened in the business where they were like, Oh, right. Comedians should be stars of sitcoms. That's yeah. what television's built on. I think it just kind of reminded yeah, everybody. Yeah, she, she, I'm telling she you, it's, that. you know, that, that's all Whitney Cummings. Also when, when a comic does well, everybody wins. Like, you know, the ships rise with the. I think that's, that's, look at all the people Joe's Rising put on. Rising time raises all ships. And, and I mean, Fucking and really shit. have kind of blossomed myself massively included yeah is he just puts you on and just lets you be you for three hours yeah. where is and fucks with you breaks your balls yeah uh sometimes says shit like sometimes it'll be where too real yeah. so what times it'll get yeah. is this the right time crazy. sometimes your your twitter at replies be i he was so sweet with like i mean because last time i went on there is it 240 we talking about the me too movement and and all this kind of stuff and um and I, I don't talk about it much. It's in the book. Uh, just I don't keep it a secret. Um, but um, you know I've I can't listen anymore. Is it two forty two? Sexual assault stuff. And so I was really raw at the time and was sort of talking about my really point raw. of view oh, and yeah, what I so think. And, yeah, it was a really healthy, interesting dialogue. No disrespect at all. But like the comments I was getting from men online were so gnarly. Like I was like scared. And he called me that night mansion. and was like, d- like he just said exactly what I needed to hear. Try getting hit in the head so with a bike lock. cool about it. He's like, do you want me to take it down? Do you want me to say something? Like, I was like, no, please. But he was just so gracious and so... He's the best. So unnecessary. He's yeah. so, so great. did not I mean, need to do that. I mean, it's the like, greatest... out of his way. The best yeah, person yeah, in the world. I, I mean, the, I mean uh, we're talking you, about... I don't think you're... you're the greatest. I mean, you know, I'm sure I... I'm sure I'll say something bad about him. Let's see if I can think of something. And bad. also, he'll defend <laughs> comics like, you know, like, and I feel bad because I think I did say something out of turn. I don't know Owen Benjamin, like, what he's doing right now. <laughs> wow. Wait, he just had a video about you. I know, and I haven't seen it, and I have. Wait, I, you haven't watched it? No. What? Did, I just. Was it? I started I, watching it, it was too long. I don't want to know. And no, I don't I think it's. I think it's Good. I hear it things. Like good. I don't know. Don't please the comment. I saw one thing on his Instagram because he tagged me, and someone said something about my face, and I was like, I just shouldn't even get into this. But like, it was just. <laughs> That's I've never heard this. Comments about me about on your face. You're beautiful. That, thank you. Like, That's I what I said. I said she's a beautiful so girl. Nice. She didn't look like a candle. Double chin. I go. Okay, you nailed it. Fuck. <laughs> I no, did gain was, weight. And I don't know what's going on. Owen and I were friends. I mean, we we're totally. Yeah, you fucking call me a white supremacist, Owen, you fucking retard. You know, whatever he's doing, I don't even know. I hear things. I don't even. I hear but, things. I mean, um, listen, we, yeah, were, we were friends. We were talking about it, and like, Joe's the first person to be like, you know what? Sometimes people, you know, like, he'll sympathize with, you know, the people that everybody wants to attack, and he's so gracious. And I'm the one everyone wants to you attack. Know? You sure like, about that, I love, Whitney? I love Owen. I always love Owen. I don't really know what's going on. I made a joke. This wasn't one I was talking about, by the way. By the way, that wasn't the one I was talking about. Uh, it was before. That was the most recent one. That was like very recent. Uh, I mean, listen, I love Owen, but I mean, you know, everyone is attacking him for a reason. I, I get it. I get why. I mean, I still like Bert, but when he's a stupid cunt, it's like, why would he attack you? Why? I don't know. Because you fucking, you started, idiot. When he looked like uh, a shrink-wrapped skeleton. Yeah. Bert said he loves you. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I, I Especially if he doesn't call me racist. There's another video where he calls me fucking, where he says the same shit. It wasn't that. That's the most recent one that someone sent me. And I did just say I still like Bert. I tried to get him on the podcast today. It's fine. It's not a big fucking deal. 
He did a joke that I was the most racist comic in America. That isn't funny. Like, people really think that and spread that shit. I love Owen, but, you know, I want to fit in with the cool kids. Yeah, I know. No, they're like, you know, it's so easy to attack Owen these days. It's so easy, really. You're hated, Whitney. Like, people fucking hate you. My, my wife, my really nice wife just laughed when I said your, your face looks like a melted candle. Um, yeah. I'll show you the video. I'll, I'll play the video I made when I was trying to be nice about Whitney Cummings. When I said that she actually, you know, has a, has a beautiful face and it doesn't look like a melted candle. Because she does kind of have a beautiful face in a way. I mean, it's symmetrical. Um, yeah. It was an apology. I was trying to, I was trying to reach out. <laughs> I was trying to be, like reach out to the candle in the wind. You know what I mean? Uh, someone says like ugly mom, hot. I forgive Bert. He is fat too. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I never wouldn't be Bert's friend. I'm just going to call that shit out. Cause like tons of people texted me like, Oh, Bert just called you racist. All right. Bert can't, uh, Bert, Whitney Cummings and me, 241, her and her bear. I, I can look in my, um, email and find the original one where it was the last time they were together. They made fun of, they, they called me a racist. Uh, and I heard it and I was pissed bird on your mom's house is where he said, no, but it, that wasn't the first time it was the second time he had done it. And I talked about it in another stream, like a few months ago, but it was really mellow. I was like, oh, Bert's cool. And then to hear how they're like, oh, you know, it's so easy to attack Owen. And it's like, fuck you. I don't know. Now I'm conflicted. Cause I just heard Theo say he loves me. Or I just heard uh, Bert say he loves me. But if you love me, you wouldn't fucking hurt me like this. Wait, she isn't a dude? I don't know. She's probably a dude. Did you like the stream yet? If not, you might be gay. That's true, pale face bear. Coddington, that, what Wendy says is worse. I hear things. is such a pussy move. Actually, I mean a front hole move. Uh, yeah. Have you heard the 16 points by Vox Day? I have not. Uh, women are only attractive when they want a family. Good point. Whitney looks like Michael Jackson. She does. Call him up right now live. I dare you. Uh, no, I'm it's, it's already been two hours and 10 minutes. I can't even get to the fucking super chats. Uh, you're their scapegoat so they can fit in. Yeah. They all, they all kind of, it's what they did with Trump too. They all kind of like unite about hating me. And I know, I mean, the Rogan may have tried to smooth it over with her. He tried to smooth it over with me too. He's like, Whitney's my friend. I'm like, yeah, I'll leave it. But like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to leave it. I'm just not fuck her. She's got a fucked up face. And I know there's a lot of people right now dying laughing in my obsession with it. I'm a little neurotic. Fine. I'm a quarter Jew. It's fine. People laugh at this shit. Just, it's fine to laugh. Will you be, be going on Rogan again? No. After the last time, I doubt I'll ever, I was ever going to be invited back on again. And I, I had mixed feelings about it anyway because the last time was so insane. But uh, yeah. It's funny when like some of the most powerful people in entertainment... Like some of the most powerful people in entertainment, like say really slanderous, nasty things about you and you responding is seen as mean and weird and like insane and shit. It's like, no, fuck that. All right. Let me read some more of these. Owen the Impaler. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Whitney sucks. Totally devoid of character and weird. First time I saw her on Rogan, I didn't like her nearly instantly. I know. And she probably sees 
criticism from men is like, oh my God, they like, they text raped me. If you Google me, one of the first hits is that I'm a racist. So that's why Bert's fucking hilarious joke isn't that funny. Theo Vaughn's line was funny. Whitney Cummings says white power and your name was absolutely disgusting. Hang on. Theo Vaughn's line was funny. Whitney Cummings saying white power and your name was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But Theo didn't have my back. He said that he, I'm off the deep end and shit. He didn't have my back at all. All humans are messed up. Give them money and opportunity. Their demons run amok. No man can ever lead you to your truth. We will always be on our own. In a way, I don't know. I think I've been given money and opportunity and, and been a pretty fucking decent dude. Arizona Bay, baby. That sounds fun. Will upcoming Houston show have the same jokes? No, all new, baby. All new. Three months sober. Thanks for helping me. Anytime. Congratulations. Pink Trip. Can't wait to watch the San Antonio show. Also, Whitney Cummings is borderline insane and probably wants your dong. I mean, I can't say she wants my dong. I can't. Uh, I'm not going to guess what she thinks. I mean, she can get some pretty chiseled dongs out there. She's uh, There's a lot of dudes that want to have sex with her. I'm not one of them. Uh, but she's definitely insane. Like, there's no question she's insane. And I'll fucking defend myself. Yoya Bear, I can't express how important the South Africa situation is. They're France Ferdinand. When they fall, Europe will go with it. They are in, in, intricately connected. Once the tower cracks, it's over. I mean, everything's connected. It's just a really sad, awful situation. Europe's already fucked. Dude, watch Paul jo Joseph Watson's new thing about Paris. What, is he a white, is he a white power a national supremacist? No, you can't. Like, Paris is covered in human shit now. There was just another stabbing yesterday. Like, yesterday, a guy just stabbed a woman and, and two women to death. It's, it's just, it's a fucking mess. And to stand up for that shit is seen as like, oh, my God, Owen, Owen Benjamin is up. No, I'll, I stand up for actually weak people that need help. Not this false shit. He's got a fucking lizard face. I want to look at the comments about that. Let me know, guys, check out the comments on Burt's and see if people were, uh, were slamming me or, uh, or Whitney. I want to know uh, what, the, uh, what the people had to say. You crazy, man. Piano? I've already done some piano. I'll do a little more. I mean, Segura Carl, do a racist on your mom's house. Segura didn't. I'm, I'm keeping it very litigious. I'm not going to uh, go after people that didn't, that didn't do the shit. Uh, Burt did a joke I was racist after doing a reference in a previous podcast that I was a racist. And Theo Vaughn also said I was a racist. And Whitney Cummings has done that now on five fucking podcasts. All right. You and Joe should box it out if he apologizes. Joe has done the least wrong of anybody. Joe hasn't fucked with me really at all. I was criticizing Joe for not having Alex Jones's back. That's it. And I, that, I mean, he just isn't having uh, free speeches back. And that's why I'm, I'm doing that. And I think like it's obvious I don't hate Joe and I don't, I'm not a hater and I don't want to see him fail. So it's fucking obvious that I'm not doing that out of some spiteful bullshit. Brogan is a good dude. He just doesn't take a stand on anything. I know. Um, hang on, what does that say? Not true. It's Joe spreading the lies about you. I, I mean, all of Joe's friends have now said I was a racist on podcasts. So it's pretty much... Uh, because one of my other, I know a lot more shit than I'm even talking about, but I have another friend in LA that was telling me like three separate occasions that, that people in like Rogan's crew were like saying I was a white supremacist. And I'm like, you know, you don't get to say like, because his, a lot of his friends are like, uh, they're like serfs on an old Russian plantation. So they don't do whatever, they don't do anything without his approval.
Fuck them. All the bears will be loyal. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Can you play Linus and Lucy from Charlie Brown? Sure. This is the, song, the music that plays in Whitney Cummings' head all the time. How about the fact I would never have come at Whitney Cummings. I never think about Whitney Cummings. I don't know shit about Whitney Cummings if she didn't do it first. Obviously, that fucking leftist move of playing the victim is so crazy. It's like running up to someone and punching them in the face and being like, what the fuck are you doing? And being like, don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. It's like, fuck you. Fucking call me a white nationalist or whatever. You sick bitch. Can you play the intro to Thunderstruck by ACDC? I don't know that. Wanted to say this for a long time. People are so mentally fragile. Words like nigger have no effect on me. I choose not to be a mental slave to them. 100%. I think that's a black guy. I love how unapologetic you are. You're a genuine person. No one called them out for the fakes they are. Never let the world change you. Thank you. But I also want to apologize when I feel bad because that's another trap you can go into is the, no, the, the never sorry for anything guy is not somebody I want to be. What song would your wife be? My, song, the, my wife's song? Oh, I got to think about that for a while. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a question for the ages. She's every song. When you go back to Cali, you should do a, a show in Bakersfield at the Fox Theater. We will support you. It's different from LA. We don't support Hillary. I'd love to do that. Bakersfield is sweet. Keen, Somewhere Only We Know. I don't know that song, Steve. Uh, Cowboy here. Middle ground is the fence between God and Satan. Guess what? Satan owns the fence. Man the fuck up and bear your burden and serve God. So true. That's so fucking true. Mike Freeze. Do you have time to check the PayPal's today? No, but I may do something later. I, I, I might open packages and do PayPal's later if I have time. Pandas and bears. Thank you. Garlic bear. I too had the same observation about the rainbow fish book and I have an alternative ending. Uh, now all the fish were easily spotted by predators and the entire ecosystem was thrown off. That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Birdcast 297-242. Oh, that was the fucking... It was the one before it though. I'm going to look it up. I'm, I'm, I got, I have to know this. Hang on a second. Cause I was so surprised. Cause Bert is a fucking original gangster. Bert, uh, Whitney. Someone sent me something about this. Where the fuck is it? I don't even know what email account it was. I don't even know how they spelled Bert. Everyone spells Bert wrong. Uh, okay, here we go. So excited you confirmed doing Theo and Bert. Please call them out exactly what they said about you. Make them squirm. Uh, that's a different one. No, many people wrote to me about Bert's original thing. I have to play it for you guys so you just have the full idea. All right, Owen and Bert, I work in the office. 2016. I don't know what email it is or how to find it. I saw Bert. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to find it. He started. It's not a big deal. The coming world happens. Uh, who cares? Who gives a fuck? 
People are going to have a lot more things to worry about very soon if the South Africa shit starts spilling. Uh, damn it. Just had, all right. Did you, did you guys find it? Bert is on Jerry right now. Bert live with Rogan. Hmm. Podcast wars. All right. Let me just finish this. Uh, Big Bear. No, you're busy. Let's lock in Joplin and Tulsa in October. I'm trying, buddy. I'm just trying to, trying to keep it going. Please read this. All right. I'm a 30-year-old black man. I've obviously never met a racist person or felt like I was being oppressed. Racism isn't the problem, and yes, I'm black. Ha, huh? I figured. Tao of Law, Tao of Law, Facebook interview and make a song. Bird is live on Rogan right now. Doing my first stand-up gig in two hours. The first four minutes of seven are one-liners about Islam. Wish me luck and cheers, Owen, for your epic cast. Good luck, Nico. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I think I got to most of these. I got to go, though. I'm way over two hours. Uh, let me know. Whitney got beef and melted cheddar face. Deletes all your comments on his videos. Rogan deletes all your comments on his videos. Yeah. And all I said, by the way, I only start, I'm not even getting personal. All I said is like, well, CNN pushed a war that's killed my friends. So I think the fact that Alex Jones said frogs are gay, isn't a big fucking deal. It's like, dude, it's not have your friends fucking back. It's a pussy move. Because it's, it's, it's the tip of the spear for free speech. Like when they see they can get away with this shit, they'll keep doing it and keep doing it. And we all fucking know that. We all know that. Is it turning the frogs gay? Maybe. All right. Any final songs? Any final songs? Go listen to Bert and uh, Rogan. It's probably going to be a good, a good uh, episode. I'm over Rogan. Damn, I missed the whole stream after watching the shooter interview. Uh, free speech, Rogan. I know it's 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 heart wrenching. Like th there's never one time ever in any podcast I've ever done where you'll see me advocate for censorship. And it's just like that Bane shit when someone's like, "Oh, Rogan had you on his podcast." It's like when Bane touches that dude's neck and he's like, "Do you think this gives you power over me?" <laughs> it's like you don't get to fucking have power over me. I'll go out swinging, man. Joe Rogan is a Jack Jimmy Kimmel. That's one of the funniest fucking things. Oh, I missed an old one. Old Super Chat. Play some sticks. I, I love every time someone says that. Oh, and you and Alex Jones, great interview. God bless you. Thank you. My boss just gave me a raise to $14 an hour and recommended the book Accent of Money about the welfare state and how to stay in power. Google it. That sounds awesome. I'm gone now. God bless bears. Uh, been to SA to help with the farm ministry. They're confused why I worked harder on their farms than most when I was only there for two weeks. I love it, Professor Bear. You're forgetting that white people paid for the land to begin with from the Khoi and San people, not the Zulu who are stealing it. Obviously, it's rule of law. You get rid of rule of law, you have absolute chaos. It's nuts. Nuts. Just want to say hi to the bears and thank you, Owen, for being real. Ten bucks isn't that much, but just want to show my support, buddy. Would you ever do a show in Alaska? Fuck yeah, I would. I opened for David Allen Greer there once in 2005. It was a blast. Did you catch Rogan with Chuck Palahniuk? Joe is appalled about self-censorship in the writing community. Can, can I be verified as Squirrel Bear? Welcome, Squirrel Bear. Uh, yeah, these people are appalled until they realize that they're contributing to it by making people self-censor because they think, God forbid they get one fucking conspiracy theory wrong. They have their entire... Uh, a business and operation taken off the planet in a conspiracy. It's fucking insane. Michelle Wolf is a fugly skank. 
Um, that's right. God bless, buddy. Thank you. Watch Vaxxed this morning akin to loose change for the epidemic of autism. Original vaccines did not contain mercury. Interesting. California, you should go to Bakersfield. Fuck yeah. When you poke the bear, you'll get poked back. Be careful poking Whitney Cummings back. You might end up with syphilis. Keep speaking truth, Owen. Much love from Kansas. Thank you, brother. Love the independent spirit. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you. Uh, fuck them. All the bears will be loyal. I, I don't doubt it, my friend. I know they will. I love the bears, man. I love this shit. All right. So if you want to see me live, hugepianist.com slash tour. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. Share it. I can't share it. Because I'm, I'm uh, you know, kicked off a lot of platforms. But that's fine. I probably deserved it, huh? Owen, write a, a pistachio song for Amy. It will be your favorite. That's adorable. Uh, Bert is on Rogan right now. Sweet. I, dude, I support Bert. Like, I support Rogan. I'm glad they're doing well. They're, they're at least not, like, crazy, crazy fucking insane people. But don't, like, hold them on any type of level. Because they're fucking... They'll change, they'll, they'll turn their back on their friends like that if it means clicks or hits or shares or fucking anything. It's insane. Oh, and check out the Toss It Project by Sam Hyde. Um, cool. They're horrible. They're, they're not horrible. They're just weak. Yeah. It's LA. LA does it to you. They're throwing Owen under the bus to save their own asses. Bert stroking Rogan right now. Of course he is. House of the Rising Sun. There is a bean called soy. It makes you lose your cock and your balls. I, I will also say this: when I the last Rogan I did, everybody that actually loves me in my in my life literally told me they're like Joe Rogan is not your friend. They're like that guy is not your friend. He doesn't care about you. He treated you like shit and, and embarrassed you in front of the world. And I said, no, he's a good man. I said, uh, I got to be loyal to people that have been loyal to me. And as months passed and I witnessed his actual character uh, un unravel on his fucking... There's people that, that are also big in, in this world that are like, I can't believe you liked Rogan for this long. Like, why? He's, ne he's inconsistent. He's mean. He's vindictive. He fucked with you. And I'm like, no, he's good. He's good. No, fuck that. It's like, fuck that, man. It's like everybody in my life was like, that was insane what just happened. Like people, people would call me and be like, do you need to talk about what just happened on Rogan? And I didn't deserve any of that shit. Just because I said that Anthony Jeselnik had fat sucked out of his ass, which he did. He did liposuction a lot. I'm not a white supremacist. <laughs> he does do liposuction. He sucks it right out of his ass. Rogan popularity has already peaked. Oh, it's gone down a lot, man. I mean, like the second one I did with him, it was like over a million views like within a day. Now that never happens. And I'm not even a big name at all. I'm not even a, a name. I'm a nobody. Are you nobody too? It's like Rogan is paid to bash Christians every single show. Well, that's another thing that gets annoying when he's just like, makes it seem like if you're Christian, you're a fucking retard. Uh, Rogan's lost his soul. Uh, last day's warning, repent. And, uh, 
Open borders Rogan. I heard Rogan spouting emotional need for socialism, battered bear syndrome. Battered bear syndrome is hysterical. I'm nobody and it's okay. We're all nobody. Everyone's nobody. Everybody just does what they're good at. And I'm a I'm a good I'm a good speak person. I good at speak out of my mouth hole. My head my front hole in my head. Uh, I hate that they turn the chat off. Well, you know why they turn the chat off, because people are turning, man. People are turning hard. Oh, and off topic, I just got here, but I emailed you about a venue in Ohio. Thank you, brother. I haven't gotten my emails for the last couple of days. Uh, no notification today. Rogan thinks religion is the root of evil. I know. It's it's I it's I'm loyal to a fucking fault. I'm loyal, no, I'm not. I'm I used to be like that in relationships. Like I would I would fucking not leave. If I was in a relationship, I could literally get to the point where the chick was like awful. And I'd just be like, I made a commitment. Um, maybe that was one of the reasons though. Because I maybe I would just date shitty chicks. I don't fucking know. But there'd be a couple times in my life and I'm like, ah, you know, it's all good. And then but once you turn, you're like, you're fucking you're you're the worst. You got AIDS from uh the kid in home alone. That's insanely funny. How about Norm McDonald making a return with a new show? I can't wait. Norm McDonald's the GOAT. Uh, everything is fine meme is one of my faves. Oh, and I love you so much, dude. Oh, thank you. I'm going out to grab lunch. You can stop streaming now. I got I to gotta stop. Bert is blowing Rogan right now. Yeah, he probably has his dick in his ass and in his mouth. He's probably going, Joe, you know, it's just so great how you stand up for everything and then stand up for the other side just as hard. How you just stand up for anything. You know, ever since knowing you, man, I've just gotten a better gut. It's gotten more soy. I just pump soy into my dick and my balls. I'm just doing lines of soy off your big fucking cock. You know, Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings is so great. I mean, we all love her, you know. We all just love her so much. She's so great. She's such a fucking great person when she pets horses so she doesn't blow her brains out. Uh, play Enema by Tool. I don't know that one. He probably sounds like your Fallon impression. No way. It's like, it's so great. Hey, I'm Jimmy Fallon. It's, it's so good to be here. I, 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 I just whacked off Justin Timberlake on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> is, that, is that okay? I, Jimmy Fallon. No way. It's, it's so great. I mean, everything's so the best. No way. It's the greatest. Bert gets cucked on JRE all the time. Um, well, I think that's probably the price of being on there. Oaks Jones is uh, Rogan's second most popular. Yeah, but he wouldn't have him on after it's the most interesting thing that could possibly happen to Alex Jones ever. No, at that point, you don't have him on. When there was a government conspiracy with the top media platforms in the world to kick off your friend permanently from all his platforms, but that's not interesting. No, you'd rather have Bert on to talk about that one time he hung out with Russians and he got real fat. Uh, and Whitney talked about how she joked about me being a white supremacist on Theo's podcast, but also how she regrets saying it. Okay. I'll take that. I'll move on. Listen, if someone apologizes, I'll move on. I really will. But it doesn't seem like she actually is sorry. Cause in the same one, she was like, yeah, I mean, I hear things about him and you know, everyone talks about him and we've all heard the things. What things that I've just been making life with my cock. Like in a fucking homestead, growing fucking crops? Is that what you heard? Well, I heard a lot about you too, you candle-faced bitch. About who you fucking fuck to get ahead in the business. And then when guys on Twitter are like, you're annoying. It's like, I've been raped. I've been word raped. Jesus. 
Rogan pissed because you have a full head of hair. Yeah, he's also 5'7 and rich. Want to know who else is? Ben Shapiro. They're both 5'7 and rich. Dude, she apologized. It's okay. So all four, all four podcasts she did, she apologizes for all four of them? No. Come on. Think I give a fuck? You don't get to just say a magic word and move on. Rogan packs men's butts, says somebody. I don't know about that. Is Rogan's wife a doctor too? Uh, five seven. Yeah, they're all five seven. Rogan has Brett on his show now. Oh, Bert. Rogan's five seven. Yeah, so is Ben Shapiro. They're both five seven. Both five seven, very powerful. Owen is savage, man. Love this. Oh, thanks, Eddie. Five seven foot conspiracy, just big enough to pay attention to. Exactly. It's one inch away from average. One inch away from average. One. That's it. One inch. And Rogan could beat the fuck out of me in under three seconds. In less than three seconds, he would make me cry. Like he would break both my shins with, with kicks. And then he would get on me and start punching me in the neck until his DMT demons told him he could stop. But uh, how tall is Nimry? He's 5'8". 5'7 and hung like a truck. I bet, dude, I bet, uh, I bet Rogan does have a hammer on him now. I feel like he's got a fucking hammer on him. You can just tell he's got a hammer. Uh, I'd shoot Rogan before he got close enough. Yeah, but I think he would know that. His DMT demons will tell him all that shit ahead of time. They're like, yo, yes, he's got a gun. He's got a gun. But 5'7 and powerful is a weird combination, bro, because you're not short. You're only one inch away from average. It's like having a 95 IQ. It's like you think you can hang. It's like so you think you can dance. The difference between a 95 IQ and a 105 IQ is everything. It's everything. It's because you're just a little below average and there's nothing you can do to change it. There's nothing you can do to change it. You want to know my IQ? 147. You want to know my height? 6'7". Way too big in both categories. I'm legitimately so smart I'm kind of insane. Like it kind of backfires where I don't, I like, um, I fucking, I'm not good at just amassing wealth and power because I just get enough to get by and then continue on with something else. You know, I'm not Eric Weinstein smart, but I'm up there. I'm up there where I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a dreamer, man. I'm a dreamer. How do you know my IQ? Last time it was in sixth grade. So worst case scenario, it's dropped to the 130s. Uh, but in sixth grade, it was 147. In second grade, it was in the mid to high 140s because I remember it was an issue because uh, they put me in PEGS program for educated gifted students and then I kept getting kicked out because I was uh, like I was uh, mime swimming on the ground. I remember one of the times. But whatever it is in sixth grade is pretty much what it is. It doesn't change much. And, uh, and then they stopped giving IQ tests uh, because they were seen as racist. I mean, it could be, it could have dropped to the mid 130s, but I, I never had a drug problem and I would never drink to that level. And I've never, I mean, I have had some head trauma in football and, and being punched and shit, but, um, you know, the best IQ you can have is like 110 to 120 and the best height six foot one. More than that, you know, it just gets excessive. I was at 140, now 141. Yeah, mine might be higher. I mean, I do a lot of reading. And I spend my days learning, you know, learning and just just growing plants and spiraling, you know. I just hang with the DMT demons that I've never met. What about a 138? That's extremely high. Like, that's like fucking weird, say, weird high. Um, 110, 115 means you're, you're smart, you're above average. You're quick, but
but it, it's not like, like you can still just like, I don't know. You fit in better. People don't look at you like you're a wild animal. So like sometimes people look at me like I'm a wild animal. Like they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And I'm like, don't you see the algorithm? Like, do you not see the logical progression of what's happening? Oh, you can't time travel because you don't have foresight because you don't see patterns fucking everywhere. <sighs> it's all good. What about a 187 on an undercover cop? That's funny. Uh, 170 IQ. Well, that it actually becomes insanity again. That's why it's not just good to just keep going up. It's almost like it's the same with height. Like after six one, your life starts going down. Like the odd, like the life expectancy of someone who's six foot seven, I think, is like sixty eight years old. Uh, someone can fact check me on that, but I think it's uh, sixty eight. And the life expectancy of someone who's like seven foot two is like forty. So uh, it's like that with IQs too. You get past a certain place. Whitney actually says that her face is melting in Bert's podcast at 2430. Yeah, it's called, I'm moving the dial, baby. I'm getting that out there. Uh, you never see a super tall old people. I know, too, too tall. I love these streams while I'm working. I got to get out of here. I, I'm, I really do. I love you guys. Hit the like button, share it. Uh, the takeaway on this is not that I hate the people that I'm criticizing. I'm, I'm counterpunching back. So it's all good. And I'm not talking shit about Joe Rogan either. I'm just kind of pointing out that he did, you know, have a real opportunity to support uh, free speech and totally fucking didn't. And last time I was on, he was an absolute fucking prick to me and never had, had me back on again. So good times. Uh, hugepianist.com slash tour to get uh, tour tickets or any of my last specials. And uh, subscribe to this, share it, because, of course, I am still kicked off Facebook, which, of course, hurts the touring, because uh, 37,000 people were like, I really want to know when he's touring. And then uh, Zuckerberg is like, we cannot share that information now because we are fucking awful commie freaks. All right. <laughs>